Totally Not Unhealthy Podcast, Episode 7. Sat down with Jesse Switch, who is a very well-established and successful content creator online. So we get into a lot of interesting things, including fetishes, kinks. Fuck, I even talk about lizard people for a little bit. Um, Really touched on a lot of things. Uh, Had a lot of fun, had a lot of laughs. So without further ado, enjoy. All right, we were in the middle of you calling me out. Are you calling me out again? Yeah, because well, because you're being, you're pretending that you're like this like shy, gentle, I won't hurt you unless you really ask for it, except that every single one of your TikToks is literally like, I will destroy you from the inside. Like, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but okay. And to answer that, when, oh, what happened? <laughs> right when I made the TikTok, I ended up meeting a girl. She lived fucking right across the street from me. And we got along good. And it seemed like that was kind of up her alley in terms of, like, her sexual interests. Yeah. But then when we got into it, that shit, she didn't want any of that. Oh. That's not good to find out, like, in the I'm not saying, like, I mean, obviously, like, still, like, a dominant presence. And it wasn't, like, vanilla sex. No. But, like, the whole, like highly aggressive shit wasn't there like you know the odd little slap in the face there's there's it's not i wasn't saying like ooh, like it must be boring it's just to oh. find that out in the moment when that's what you're expecting and then you have to be like oh my god oh, i'm so sorry i'll be well, gentle see, I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> i like and not even I, i'm i mean if i went that route i'm sure she'd be all for it 100 percent. it was just the fact that like uh, i think a lot of people they don't understand that like the power of being just present yep. someone just present with you and they're paying attention to you and every little movement like the heartbeat you're breathing everything they're like what the fuck it feels different the energy's different everything's so different that all of these like preconceptions they had about like what good sex is and like oh fuck their highlight reel that they've been dreaming about they're like oh wow Trash. this is so like wow this is cool i like this a lot yeah yeah so that's kind of you know in my personal life like i used to do all kinds of heinous shit and i was like Wow, this is cool. I eventually got into things like when I first heard it, I was like, fuck no. I'm like, I'm not doing this to you. And then after enough toxicity and bullshit and time has passed, I'm like, all right, fuck it, let's do it. And at the time I was like, wow, that was so hot. And then now I'm like, fucking Jesus Christ, I'll never do that again. My curiosity though, um, actually no, because like, uh, I'm in like a healthy relationship now. Yeah. And, oh. Uh, I said this in the last podcast too. She was like, she was talking a little bit of shit, and I was like, I'm gonna beat your ass. And then when she got there, I was like, No, I don't want to beat your ass. Yeah. You know, like still, obviously, you know, a little push and pull, the cat and mouse, but it's like, I'm not gonna change you to the fucking wall and beat you with a whip. See, I I find that the healthier I get, the more like deviant my sex gets. Interesting. Yeah, all day long. Like I. So, <laughs> deviant or like even within the realm of like, sadism. So, so, um, not, not in practice. Cause I, like I was in a relationship for a super long time with a guy who certainly made like, like my, me and my husband are separated. And when we first met, he was like hyper vanilla, super inexperienced. Like that poor boy just dove off in the deep end with me. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm going to fucking <laughs> filth you up. Okay. Cause yeah. this, I can't. You're about to be corrupted forever. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like I can't. <laughs> 
I can't deal with just this. And it took a couple of years, but I eventually got him to the point where he could like hit me with a closed fist on my sides, not like in the face. I was gonna say. Yeah, not not in the no. I was I, I, I got asked that once. I was like, no. Dude, I was like, I was like, listen, like I love you so much, like please punch me in the face. And he was yeah. like, here's the thing, like I love you so much, so I will never ever do that. Yeah. Like, there's no, there's gonna be no convincing me. Like bless your fucked up heart, but yeah. I'm not gonna fucking do it. Like, bless you. Fuck yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. like, I can't, I can't. So with him, he. We like made a lot of progress together, but there was like limits to it. Whereas if I'd been with somebody else who didn't have those same limits, like my sadomasochism certainly would have taken a very different path. So I've been like, probably for the best, the world blessed me with somebody who would slow that shit down yeah. a bit, just a, just a touch. But now, now that I'm like, we're separated and I'm like, looking for somebody who can fucking take a pounding for sure, <laughs> for sure. Okay, fair. Um, curiosity with that then though too, cause I was recently talking to a friend and this was something that I wasn't even familiar with, but once he made me aware of it, I was like, oh fuck, that makes a lot of sense. So you heard the term like subspace? Oh yeah. Yeah, so I didn't know there was actual terminology for that. It was, this was like a thing. He was just telling me that one of his partners, um, she was telling me about subspace and even before he told me any details, I was like, this is a girl that has had some sort of trauma. Yeah. This is her working through her trauma. She gets into this space because she trusts you and she feels comfortable enough to get into this space of vulnerability and then like work through some shit like in a kind of a physical manner. You get into that space and you can process, release some of it. Uh, and then, like, you know, he starts telling me details and actually it was a few days later, he's like, oh yeah, she told me like she had this and this trauma. And I'm like, yes. I personally like... Um, as someone like I had a best friend who was um, it was funny because we each went on this journey of like introspection and spirituality yeah and she didn't do any of the physical aspect of it she went like completely inward all about energy and like her learning and like just really really inward and I'm out here fucking juice head in the gym every day and like <laughs> movement and like all just you know what the food going to you your taking? body is like what like actually can you say that like is it, it doesn't matter to me what are you taking I'm just testosterone right now Oh, uh, with a little splash of uh, equipoise that's, like, unsaturated. I'm, I'm overly familiar with fucking steroids, so, yeah. yeah. But anyways, yeah. carry on. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, if, if that was... Is this motherfucker on trend? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I would know if you were on trend. Would you? I, yeah, 100%. What, mentality or what? Uh, okay, so my eldest brother passed away, like, 10 years ago now after abusing trend, among many other steroids. Which, was it organ failure yes, yes. Uh, well like essentially he had a double embolism in his heart but his heart was he had like an elephant heart in his yeah. fucking chest it's all it's all so fucking tragically poetic because he was like the nicest person on the fucking planet like mm -hmm. not your typical juice head like yeah. genuinely such a gentle spirit and like literally his heart was too big like that's what it's he wild. fucking right that's fucking wild. like it's insane like at, yeah. at his funeral um, people were leaving a competition in the U.S. Like they trained all year for this fucking competition to come back for his funeral, and mm -hmm. like everybody called him the Hulk because he was so fucking big. All these big bodybuilders showed up in fucking yeah. Hulk t-shirts and stuff. They had to put chairs out in the parking lot of the funeral home because there was Christ. so many Just people. Like, the like angel over here. an angel, literally, and now for real, literally. <laughs> like, I'm so curious about that because like when I started gear specifically, it was with the mentality it was like I'm not committing suicide, but this is the like something I can get something out of on my way to killing myself. Yep. Because, like, we all have self-deprecating behavior. Where, sure. like, like, why do you smoke cigarettes? It's just a very subtle way to do exactly what he was doing or what yes. I started doing. It's like, 
how far do you want to push that envelope? Yeah. So it, it's not just him, though. Like, my husband uses steroids. I don't know what I'm supposed to say because we're separated. So I don't, I don't know. He's still technically my husband. But mm. he uses steroids, too. I, I hooked up with this fucking dude off Tinder a few weeks ago. And he was like, oh. I, was, I was calling him. I don't actually want to say his name, but his name starts with a D. And I was calling him Decca, that name. Because he was like, <laughs> Because he's so into it. Like, we were talking, and I was like, what's your big deal breaker? Because I'm not trying to date anybody. I just yeah. want to, like, I want to go on dates and then get laid. My catchphrase right now is, like, if we can't play mini putt, I don't want to eat your butt. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't. Solid. Solid. <laughs> this is, like, how I live my life. And for yeah. work, too, this is how I live my life. Like, if I don't enjoy your company, I, I don't want you to fuck me, right? So, like. That's fair. Right? That's a general good rule. I mean, my, I think my wholesome rendition was, if I will not have a sleepover with you, I will not fuck you. <laughs> I thought it was a good rule. First is, you know, 20-year-old me, and I'm like, if it's got a heartbeat and a vagina, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, like, you know, I talk to a bunch of dudes, and, and you know, you got to kiss a bunch of frogs to get your, you know, your fucking deca prints, right? So I talk to a bunch of absolute fucking goons, right? Like, yeah. can't carry a conversation, or I have, like, the fact that I do OnlyFans in my Tinder bio, because yeah. I it's it's for me, it's like a separating tool. That? I tried to find content creators on there once, and there was like, fuck you, account banned. Well, so so this is so you got to be slick about it, right? This is something oh, I've learned. Over I've seen you. Yes, you're very slick about it. Right? I'm like you're this smart. Is, <laughs> this yes. is my whole fucking thing. It's like putting the shit out there, but not in a way where I can get bit for it. Gotcha. So so where it says like job title, then you just put like content creator at OF. Like you can't say OnlyFans. Yeah. yeah, you just have to be a little smart. bit slick. So you. when a dude messages me and the first message is like, "Can I be in a video?" I'm like. Yeah. Like that shit makes me throw up in my mouth. Literally, yeah, it's the no exact shit. fucking feeling. So I'm yeah. like, I just know, like, aside from the fact that I know you can't fuck, because if you could fuck, you wouldn't bring that energy, Correct. right? Like, I don't, Correct. I don't like that terminology, small dick energy, yeah. big dick energy. I don't like that shit. But like, there is a certain confidence that you carry yourself with, where you're not oh. like, please let me put my penis in you. Oh, like, if sure. you actually thought that you had good well, game, like that's not how you'd start. Blasting out dick pics. In what world do you think that's going to work? Oh, I've never... I saw, like, a tweet once where this chick was like, exactly what do you think I'm going to do with this? Maybe print it out and stuff it up my arse? Like... Honestly. Okay, wait. Real quick before we go any further, why don't you give, like, your intro? Kind of, if you want to. Who knows what you... Do, do I... Do I... Oh, God. I've never thought of myself as something with an intro. Right. My my name is Jesse Switch, and yeah. I'm a content creator at OnlyFans and somebody who likes to talk shit so i feel like this is there a good go. combo yeah here. right yeah. this should work out really good <laughs> yeah yeah feel free to like plug your stuff whatever i mean i'm just getting started with this but the views are starting to trickle in get it so i think youtube is the worst for like just like vitriol Cesspool? oh yeah like I'm like not just facebook come on i don't know man i don't know like yeah. You know what? Actually, yeah, you're right. Because because Facebook is the only the only platform that pissed me off so much that I deleted it See, entirely. You so you're right. YouTube's you're right. close. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Like I yeah. started. You, you saw my YouTube. I have like a few videos up, and the amount of like this fucking. I hope you die in a fire yeah, with all your family. Your like, one YouTube is about incels. That's who's yelling at you. You're you're getting yelled at by like all the cheap fucks that are too cheap to buy your content, but they just fantasize about you all day, and then you talk shit about them because they're fucking losers. But I didn't even talk shit about them. Oh, I was that was I, like, I, like I watched it like a little bit. I didn't watch the whole thing. So I just saw like incel to incel. So no. So so my husband is like like a self-identified former incel. Okay. He was like he was like red like, pill. Yeah. You know, just women, bitter as fuck. Oh yeah, all that, yeah. all that. And so he went from like that to then he was like, well, goddamn it, I just need to get laid. Like I can fucking hate the system and like hate women all I want, but like yeah. goddamn it, I need some pussy. Yeah. Like. 
So he he started following all these like pickup artist guys. He showed this shit is greasy, bro. Like, well, he showed yes, me this. It's like, dude, come on. Yeah, like I was like, where where were the men in your life to like teach you how to? You don't have to be like an angel or anything, right. but don't do that. Like, I, just, come I on. tell like, dudes literally like at point blank. I'm like, if you can get out of your fucking head or out of your fucking balls in terms of like, talk to her. Yeah. Like she is a human being. Yes. That's fucking it. Nothing else. Don't even think about sex. You'll have more sex than you know what to do with. Uh, like I've had the same conversation so many times. So he showed me, he was like, cause when, when he, when we first started dating and he told me his like, you know, very like limited sexual and romantic history and stuff. I was like, how did you get the balls to go for a chick like me? That's what I like. How <laughs> yeah. are you not like terrified of Look me? At this That's guy. Like, like, I was like, I was Poker like, face on point. Oh, unbelievable. Like yeah. literally the first time we had sex, he like, rolled off of me and was like i gotta tell you something the worst thing to say to somebody yeah. after a fucking good yeah, rock yeah, that's... we're like well, there's like you can hear like the wetness in the sheets i was like yeah. excellent ruin this wonderful yeah. time thank you <laughs> oh, oh my god i was yeah. like holy fuck so is it like are we talking hiv or like are AIDS? you married right like what, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what do you got yeah like what the, yeah is, is it fucking aids or a wife like what's the fucking situation yeah. and he was like i've uh you're only like the fourth person i've ever been with and i was yeah. like no way because we're like in our late 20s right and i was like no fucking way first of all how did you learn to do that as i'm like toweling myself off right right? i was like holy fuck where where did you learn that shit and he literally told me he was like there's this porn series where this guy like actually taught people how to make chicks squirt and he did it yeah and he was like so like i studied and i was like that's what i'm talking about like that's the fucking energy i want if you it's out there if you want to fucking learn so then i was like so how so you went from like you're watching porn uh, for, you know, teaching guys how to, how to make a woman squirt to like, but how did you get to the point where you could talk to me? Like, how did you lack that? So then he told me about the pickup artist shit. And then yeah. he was like, and then I realized that like, I'm just not actually a greasy dude. Like it was fun in theory. And I thought I was going to be like Rico Suave up in yeah. the fucking bar, peacocking and negging and shit. And he yeah. was like, I literally never once set foot in a bar. Like I would like drive there and be like, no, <laughs> and leave. And then he told me that he read this book um, called... Uh, Models Attract Women Through Honesty by Mark Manson. So Mark yeah. Manson is the author who wrote The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Nice. Um, yeah. I think he wrote another book just called like You Are a Badass or something. Mm-hmm. So he's he's very like self-help, but in a fuck you, lots of swearing, I'm a yeah. cool guy kind of way. Digested, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so he said he read that and the guy's book was all about like stop trying to be slick and just be not a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like that's yeah. the basis of, of his advice. He's like, get a fucking hobby, go to the gym, get a fucking haircut, Do learn so. how to dress. Take like, care of yourself. Yeah, exactly. Take yeah. care of yourself and like develop a life that is actually interesting because you're never going to change your facial features unless you can like do plastic surgery and all that shit. But let's yeah. presume that that's not in the budget for you. <laughs> be interesting. He was like, look yeah. the fuck around. Ugly guys are getting pussy all day long. Like, <laughs> literally, like, that's the basis of this yeah. book is that you don't actually have to be hot. You have to just put in an, some effort. You got to yeah. look like you're taking care of your shit and then have literally. an interesting story to tell. Like, that's literally. really all it fucking takes. Yeah. So he told me about this and I read this book and I was like, this really, like, changed your life. So then I read it. And while the author annoys me, because he's like, I fucked so many women, I can't oh even God. fucking count that high. Like, like still, it's just... still got that shit on my shoulder. <laughs> like, exactly, yeah, right? Bro, exactly. You, you, like... You're sick, bro. <laughs> Good job, dude. <laughs> like, it's it's a great book, and I I recommend it to people all yeah. the time. I have guys hit me up on OnlyFans and like, how do I get a girl like you? I'm like, well, apparently you read this book. <laughs> start here. <laughs> Literally, yeah. like, well, the guy who fucking got me read this fucking book, so yeah. start there. Like, yeah, come back later for part two. <laughs> honest to God, like, it, it's it's so. Uh, it's very, very fascinating to me how 
Anyways, all, all this to say, that fucking video we made was meant to be, like, to give hope, right? So it... it, it Which I, is good. It, it was like, meant to be that way. I, so I, think... I, I missed the mark, though, because my husband is fucking hot, right? Like, he's, he's big, he's on the fucking roids, he has a yeah. nice beard, and people are like, yeah, well, he's, he was a born Chad, and, like, he doesn't yeah. understand the struggle. And I was like, bro, we showed his before picture. Like, one, he's had plastic surgery on his face. Mm. Two, he did, like, extensive shit to make his beard grow because he was on some real patchy shit when we met. Like, oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, still hot, but, like, you know, like, it was... Look a little rough. Things, things didn't connect, you know? <laughs> and so he did this like extensive fucking like skincare routine Sounds to get his intense. beard. That's cool. Yeah, and then he got on the fucking juice and hit the gym. So uh, so like the only thing that he had that somebody else didn't have access to was the fact that he's tall. But everything else he fought for, man. I was like, yeah. dude, like he's like fifty grand in, into his appearance. Like Jesus. this wasn't like he wasn't like a born. He yeah. worked his ass off to get yeah. to look like that. And the whole point is, if you really want it, you probably could too. Yeah. Like, well, we live in a world where yeah, if you bust ass, you can literally get whatever you want. I got a bunch of plastic surgery, man. I'm all for the, like, sometimes you just got to buy that shit. Like, (laughs) (laughs) at the end of the day, I think, like, anything that makes someone feel better about themselves and, like, their experience here, like, worth it. Yeah. We're a bunch of fucking meatbags walking around living this weirdo fucking experience. If you look at the world, it's very fucked up. So if you want to go, you know, like, tweak your appearance and the skin suit that you have, fuck power to you. My, uh, My friend Jamie calls it a meat car. She's like, yeah, nice. she's like, your soul is just driving around she in your fucking DMT? meat car. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> she's it's like, usually the meat bag, meat car, anything dude, like that. She's, <laughs> she's, a, she's a fucking Reiki master. Like, oh, that's, so that's, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, 100%. She knows what's up. <laughs> yeah, she knows the vibes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's very, I find it so, so I've always been very open about my plastic surgery. I, like, documented the whole process when Which I, I was actually having good. it. And props to you for doing so. I always talk about, I did, I just did, like, a, you know, ask me anything about my fucking titties on yeah, <laughs> on on TikTok because I, I think it's really important to talk about that shit, right? Like, like nothing wrong with it. The issue and same thing with dudes on steroids. Do steroids. If you lie though, you are a fucking con. Yes. Well, the worst the worst for me is like so so I've had uh, my boobs done and I've had my butt done and I had like lipo under my chin, which mm-hmm. like then I gained the weight back and now I still have this fucking shit happening Girl, you're here. Fine. But there's nothing there. You're listen, good. I'm, I'm I make a very very comfortable living off of yeah. being considered attractive by people. I'm not that worried about it. <laughs> I'm just telling you on a personal yeah, level, it's you. annoying. Okay. You know Got what I'm you. saying? Like shaving every day is annoying because it keeps yeah. coming back. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck I is feel this? you. Like, oh, that's the same like, thing. What was it? I got the exact same thing. Fucking hated it. Yeah. And like I'm just slowly covering a lot of my body with tattoos. I wasn't even thinking about it and then when i had on my neck done i was like oh shit you can't even see that anymore (laughs) fucking winning (laughs) yeah so yeah so i i so i know like specific so i had a bbl right so i Mm. know what the scarring looks like from bbl it's very slight and it's very like you know you'd have to know what you're looking for and i see chicks selling like build your glutes and i'm like i see your scars you fucking bitch like i can't stand that shit it's even if you are i I try to lead with compassion right so if you're like a an ig booty girl like i am so if that's what you do and you don't want to tell people you had a BBL because you're mm. embarrassed, right? You're you're embarrassed that you had to buy what you had. That's yeah. dumb, but it's your dumb and it's not my business, yeah. right? I really don't care about that. Some things are private. That is a medical the procedure. Parts, but like, but are you though? Are you claiming natural? As long as, yeah, always. I was always transparent about it. No, but I'm, I'm just saying for like these girls who are having plastic surgery, unless I, you're saying, if, if you're they're like selling cash, something, Yes, and I'm with you on that. And they're not transparent about it, that, I'm like, get fucked. But I'm talking about the ones who are like, I'm just talking about like OnlyFans girls. Oh, that's fine. So unless your OnlyFans says like, subscribe to see my all natural, never had plastic yeah. surgery, never been no, touched by a No, if they're not claiming it, then fuck it. That's my thing, right? Yeah. So I feel like there's a big, there's a big, 
like there's a lot of very hard lines between privacy and being a duplicitous sack of shit. Yeah. Right? I, think, like, I think it just means what you're getting out of it. Like, for example, if you're doing OnlyFans and you have like a BBL, you by no means you don't need to tell anyone just, that. Just say you have a big ass. Yeah, you, you don't do. Need to tell like, that. you know, like yeah. there's there's ways to like not have to tell people things that aren't really relevant. But if somebody says to you, "Are you all natural?" then I feel like, well, now you've set yourself up for this weird. True. Like, I'm literally like, "All oh, my shit's fake." What? Yeah. Like, you know, right. like, I see what you're saying. That's I, a kind I of an awkward spot. Somebody, somebody, I don't like. It's I don't know. I like got good plastic surgery, so I still look natural-ish, and I like yeah. went for the right proportions for my body, right? And I still have people like, oh man, you're all natural, eh? And I'm like, I am closer to a plastic bag than I am to being fucking natural. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, yeah, so find me yeah. in your local grocery store, okay? Because like, you know, so. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't get the point of lying. Like, I love my big fat fucking titties well, like, and my big fat ass. I love it. How I got it? Who cares? The reason why, like, <laughs> I asked you the podcast is because you're looking at your content. I was like, this is a genuine, authentic human being. I like. Anything else, like outside of that, with anyone, I don't care. Like, as long as you're authentic and you're like being genuine with who and what you are, fucking cool. I think like the big issue, a lot of people have like these deep rooted insecurities. They develop an inferiority complex. Yes. And then with the way that we've glamorized all this superficial shit in today's age, there's such a desire to validate yourself with all of this fucking bullshit. And then that's where you're sitting there going, "Yeah, this ass is real." It's me, because that's that's their sole source of validation. It's oh, that's, like fuck. that's like crushing, man. That's so unbelievably sad. Like it's very sad. It's it's horrible. So I so I went through uh, like I'm a recovering addict, right? So I did hard drugs for many years, mm-hmm. and I'm I've been sober for a really long time. And I was like, I thought I was honest because I was comfortable having like confrontational conversations with people, yeah. right? But that had nothing to do with a desire to be honest. That was like I liked conflict and I liked chaos. So yeah, yeah. I would tell you, you look fucking fat in that, like. You know? <laughs> I was a drug addict piece of shit like I, I'm not trying to now at the time I was like oh my god I'm the honest friend when really I was just a right. cunt <laughs> right? wow, like, that's funny you say that because literally verbatim that was me when I was younger I mean oh, story time I guess fuck I was at this house party and I was like high as a fucking kite like good and proper drunk and there was a fucking girl like yeah, it's a high school party. We're at the table in the kitchen room. There's a bunch of people around, and she had shaved half her head because that was the Skrillex era. I had half and my head shaved for seven years, so I know all do about you have that. A blocky head, though. It looks like you have a round head. It looks like you have a nice round head. <laughs> this block-headed bitch. But this poor girl. She had like a very, very squarish fucking head, and I was just like, I'm fucked up. And I just sit there, and I'm like, Hey, you look like a fucking bull dyke, and like just silence. And I'm just like. <laughs> but nowadays like I would never like I don't fucking care it's none of my business it's like power to you but same thing back then I, that was my claim to fame I was like whatever I'm just honest you yeah. might be an asshole but I'm honest so so through recovery what I learned because I had a, a really good sponsor who was like all the honesty the honesty that I was I, I'm doing finger quotes by the way I just realized yeah. when I'm being recorded and you can't see that shit all the honesty that I had given people over the years I got back in the form of a sponsor who like like berated me into fucking not doing drugs anymore. Cause yeah. so I had had this conversation with him about how I thought I was an honest person. He was like, drug addicts aren't honest. Like dishonesty, deception, being duplicitous. This is second nature to a drug addict. It goes yeah. hand in hand. So there's no such thing as a totally honest yeah. drug addict. Just, totally you tell your fucking shit. boss that you were high on meth while you were handling fucking grenades. No, well you aren't honest. Like, yep. so, <clears throat> so we talked about it 
And he like helped me realize that what I thought was honesty, and he was like, you're just trying to isolate yourself. Mm. Like you're, you're wielding your honesty like a fucking weapon. You're making people dislike you. You're making people not want to be close to you. Like this is a very insidious way mm. that your sick fucking soul seeks to be apart from other human beings. And I was like, <sighs> yep. The nail on the head with that one. Huh? I can't believe that I got like this level of like spiritual like, awareness without drugs, right? Shit, like right? Yeah, seriously, like it was really unbelievable to me. And so now I, I I try to defer to like, did they fucking ask? That's question number one, right? Whatever my opinion is, no matter how honest I think yeah. it is, did they fucking ask? And mm-hmm. even if they did, people who say like I'm just blunt, like well I'm just blunt usually means They're, you just don't care yeah, enough to, to practice usually. tact, right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. You're putting it a lot nicer than I would. Yeah, you're a fucking twat, really, yeah, <laughs> if you're just blunt. Yeah. And so I try to like you know, I tried to, did they fucking ask? And if the answer is no, then they don't need my opinion or my honesty. Mm-hmm. And if they did ask, do I care enough to practice tact? And if I don't care enough, then mm-hmm. why am I even talking to this person? That's a very, <laughs> right? very like, valid point. Yeah. Right there, yeah. And I, I think that's a really like overlooked thing that people, we live in, like everything's fake, right? Everything around us is fucking fake. I don't want to go too deep. I'm I'm not fuck, on- we, we could. <laughs> we fucking could. <laughs> Literally everything is fake, right? Yes. Money is fake, society is fake, yes. e- everything is fucking fake. Your job is fake, everything is... Correct. Right? Nothing 100%. is fucking real, right? And, and like, you know, nihilism is actually such a beautiful thing. It is, yeah. Nothing matters sounds so so bad, and then when you realize you can just do whatever the fuck you want, it's yeah. so liberating and fantastic. Um, but in a world where everything is so fake, we feel like we're going to value honesty, but it's like uh, context. Context matters, right? So being mm-hmm. honest, obviously that's very cool using honesty like a weapon not cool not so much right we can take really good things and turn them into really shitty things really easily and i think far too few people sit and ask themselves why the fuck did i do that yep (laughs) no because because the answer is ingrained into them well i did because they did and it's like "Mm, how much responsibility do you want to take in your life very little it would appear Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i think it's it's radical to like like radical responsibility is a concept I've recently become familiar okay. with, and I like the idea Can that like a little bit. Just I'm so curious. I haven't heard the term. <coughs> um, radical responsibility is basically the presumption that everything is your fault. Good way to live your life. It is very good way to live your life. It's so empowering, right? Because if everything is everyone else's fault, then what can you do about yeah. it? See, I like to live my life where that is like same thing. I abide by that. Yes. And then like with people close to me, I like to be a fuck where I'll just like. I'll, I'll literally fart and I'll be like why are you farting yeah I, see I do shit like that too <laughs> yeah, but that's it's like, so fun that's like that, like being a bit silly and having a bit of fun is yeah. not the same as like no people that know, live their life by the like, yes it's, yeah. it's this it's not it's me I know it's everyone else's fault it's society's fault oh. and that's not to discount the fact that there are like very real systems of oppression yeah. in play that some people are very real legitimate victims of there's you, oh go ahead I'm just on the same tangent I'm so very curious because like <laughs> I like where, you know, like Jeff Bezos and all these billionaires, they're so villainized. You could save the world with all your money and all this shit. But just in the exact same sense, where no one has, you know, this accountability or radical responsibility. The reason why they can do that is because of your fucking greed, your desire for convenience, the fact that, you know, you want this right here and you want your instant gratification. If that didn't exist, then they wouldn't exist. So that's so interesting to me because I've kind of always thought... In a sim- like I just always feel like, listen, you hating on someone else's success, no matter how they obtained it, even if it was through like absolutely nefarious means, which mm-hmm. I do think is the case. You don't become a billionaire by not no. stepping on some fucking For necks, sure. right? 100%. Like, but I feel like like you hating on them is accomplishing exactly what? 
you could be um, doing grassroots organizing right now instead mm-hmm. of crying on fucking TikTok. And, and maybe you are doing grassroots organizing and just like throwing some shade at the same time, but I don't think... Right, not usually. Right? No, almost exactly. never. Anyone talking exactly. shit, they're busy making shit happen. They're not bitching. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like I'm, I'm just trying to like, you know, play devil's advocate and leave a little bit of room because, yeah. you know, if I was overly involved in, in you know, activism, I would also be talking shit. <laughs> that would be me. Fair. So, but yeah, I, I feel the same way. I feel like if you... If you were reinvesting that time into not solving the world's problem, not eliminating billionaires, not taxing the rich or eating the rich or whatever the fucking slogan of the day is, yeah. you know, maybe that's not the goal for you, but maybe you're just trying to live your life in a more conscientious way. Cause I know half of them bitches fucking order on Amazon. They got yeah. the prime yeah. account and everything, <laughs> uh-huh. right? Like, you know, yeah. oh, like, it's going to show up tomorrow. It's great. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Right. So I do feel like very few people who are criticizing the systems that we're a part of are, are actively non-participants, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like a lot of people are like, well, yeah. if you can't beat them, join them, but I'm mad about it, and that's enough. Like, well, that was me when I was younger. <laughs> I was so jaded, because like, I think I was a teenager, like maybe just after preteen, and I saw kind of everything for what it was. Yeah. And I was so disgusted and jaded by like the way the world worked. I was like, well, fuck this. I was like, the city I'm living in, I'm just gonna fucking litter, because the city is fucking litter. I was like, fuck this and fuck everything. And I was like, kind of the cynical, miserable little asshole. But is I was that like, like normal teenage shit though? I think so. That just sounds like hormones, I think bro. so, like- right? It's just pissy <laughs> as fuck. But I don't know. Eventually, uh, I kind of came to that methodology because I was like, fuck, I told my mom I was a teenager. I was like, fuck this. When I grow up, I'm going to go to Papua New Guinea. I'm going to live in the fucking trees. I'm going to have a loincloth. I mean, bananas. I'm going to fuck my wife. I'm going to kill a pig. That's all I'm going to fucking do. Yeah. And... Obviously, that didn't happen because I'm sitting here right now and we're having this conversation. But like, You're as not I, like on, on vacay from... Yeah, right? I'm back. Yeah. Just, I think I have a much better tan, right? I'm like, wow, what am I wearing? These are clothes? <laughs> Fuck is this? Um, but it took a while and I finally started realizing exactly what we're talking about. Like that accountability and that responsibility for like my thoughts and the way that I perceive myself, other people in my environment. And oof, I started feeling so much better. Yeah, well, I, I just feel like... My, my ability to determine how much energy to give a situation is is so massively, like exponentially improved by radical responsibility. Because I can just look at it and go, can I do anything about this? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is no, then I just don't fuck with it. Yeah. <laughs> Point blank period. Like, you know, and, and when I think about, can I do something about this? And then the next question is like, do I really want to? <laughs> how much do I actually care, right? Like, yeah. I'm not for the... Um, uh, I'm not for the, like, hyper-wokeism, right? There are things that fucking matter, right? Like... Yeah violence uh against anybody matters right uh words i feel like there's a lot of like oh my god you said a thing i didn't like and now i want to make sure that you are burned forever and can never get a fucking job again you know i've i feel like if somebody in here and now says something that is obviously fucking outrageous then yes flame them but i see a lot of like we dug up your tweets from when you were 13 and it's like come on dog you weren't fucking stupid at 30 i'm so lucky that like social media wasn't around when i was 13 or at least i was like too high to use it or whatever the situation was i was not on social media because i probably would have been saying some fucking heinous shit Mm -hmm. as a drug addicted teenager trying to like assert my aggression somewhere in the world right like to have that shit recorded and then come back to you 20 years later maybe you are a piece of shit and you just stayed undercover for 20 years and it's good news but chances are you were just a fucking stupid kid and you've learned like (laughs) i don't like uh, i'd never condemn someone for their past and i typically stay the fuck away from people that do because someone's going to condemn someone like because of the past, they're stuck in their fucking past. Yeah. Well, not. Well, the thing is, I, I always defer to the whole like, methinks he doth protest too much. Have you heard that before? I don't think so. so <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> I really wish I could have gotten like a snapshot. I'd be like, ha, ha, what? So, so I don't, I don't remember. Like, I don't remember if this is like Shakespeare, but it's old, obviously. Yeah. And it's kind of the idea that like somebody who is always screaming and pointing the finger at somebody else has yeah. their own shit to hide. It's Big a diversion, time, for right? Sure. So, so I feel like I see. Do you did you see the drama on TikTok like a few months mm. ago? Oh my god! So there, there was like this native guy who who built his following by like doing really good actual activism to like try to restore indigenous rights like that was it was healthy when it started and then i think like anybody else in the world a little too much fame the shit went to his head then apparently he was like raw dogging all these white women after like saying how much he hates white people all the time yeah and like one of them lost her mind and like said she was pregnant and he was like i had a vasectomy like like, it was the shit was the shit took over tiktok for like months and months and months and then all these other like activists got themselves involved and then they all just sort of like turned on each other oh, like it was God. like it was like watching like piranhas who haven't been fed anything else in a while yeah. so they all just started fucking eating each other like the way these social justice warriors absolutely oh, unraveled shit. but these are all like massive like multi-million accounts i get it i just like I, this fucking virtue signaling is fucking pathetic in my opinion just like you said if you if you literally can't do anything you're there to stir the pot. Yes. They're just suckling off the tit of the whatever Other fucking starlight like, that they can fuck. You're like, oh, this will give me some attention for fucking 15 seconds. Perfect. Yes. That shit's gross. And it, it perpetuates that shit. But what I loved about seeing it, and like it sucked because there was a lot of like, there was another like indigenous woman who she started getting like crazy bullied. She ended up getting her account banned because yeah. people, the like the one, this like white lady who went absolutely fucking insane. She was like, he was cheating on me with all these women, including so-and-so, right? So, Ooh, so-and-so had nothing. Dropped. Oh yeah, but so-and-so had nothing to do with anything. She was like, we collaborated on two TikToks. Like I wasn't fucking your man who was not your man, but yeah. whatever, I wasn't even. And then she went and got mass reported and they deleted her whole account. That's so it far. turned into like, it was just this insane thing. And then all these other like social justice warriors started getting involved and stuff. And then finally though, there was like an awakening that I was like, finally, where people all started to realize that like anyone who makes their entire fucking platform off of shitting off of other people for like, like somebody makes a joke that's a little bit sexist. No, it's probably not good. But like, does that actually define their character? Does a one-off comment really define an entire human being? And is it appropriate to justify, like, I mean, I guess depending on the comment. It depends on the comment, right? I guess. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Context is everything. (laughs) Right? Like, you know, certainly there's there's some things where you're like, that's fucking heinous and you're a piece of shit. But we're talking about like like there's another guy on TikTok who who always makes fun of girls who like astrology. Mm. And people went after him. They're like, You're a misogynist. To me, this is so obviously a guy who got left by a girl who like turned over her tarot cards For and sure. said it's not working out. Honestly though. Like the guy's so hurt. It's yeah. unbelievably obvious. And people are like, So you just hate women? He's fucking, he's like, like, it's a one specific type of woman that he's like crying over. Yeah. And now he's been branded as like a misogynist, sexist, woman hating piece hard. of shit. It's so crazy how people like all glom onto this kind of nonsense. So anyway, so all this shit popped off. Every, people were like, I believed in you and I tried, you have no idea how much oh I looked up to God. you to like TikTokers, right? TikTokers. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, so I was reading the comments on this shit and I was like, oh my God, like we have no heroes left, you know? And like, not, not that I thought these people were heroes and they're not. I just mean yeah. they never were, but people thought that they were and that's in itself well, so sad. It comes back to everything we're talking about with like, you know, these massive inferiority complexes. If someone... Uh, biggest issue in like no one feels heard communication is shit no one talks about the real shit it's why i want to start this fucking podcast so for example 
you've got like some kid where you know they don't feel seen or heard by anyone so what happens they go on tiktok and now they've romanticized this person that said something that they resonate with so that is now holy fucking shit this person is everything they're my light in the morning they like they pet me up throughout my day and like fuck it's just it's all just feeds into the same shit which i mean end of the day why we're all here just to learn that like you know you are derived of love yeah you're just a being of love your energy yeah seemingly somewhere along the lines we're bred into a society where no one understands that we're meant to forget it and you know what the fucked up part like i have a perception now where there's no right or wrong that is subjective we personally define right or wrong subjectively yes and on a collective level we also do that yes so given that there's like no right or wrong and we're here to remember and learn that we are love things will get more fucked up more heinous more absurd and ridiculous until we remember what we are because like if we had the awareness to know what we are we would know it yeah so you know like look this COVID shit for example i've had a lot of podcast episodes where it's like it was a lot of good for a lot of people because they took a moment to realize like how fucked up their lives were and they're like i was doing this i was doing this they just they didn't stop and breathe they were forgetting who they were they were so distracted yes so focused on the shit that they were like oh but some people are so fucking far gone and their head's so far up their ass until they fucking run full speed fucking boom in the stop sign that's like you know whatever fucked up thing it is that finally gets their attention it'll just keep getting worse covid was such a, <laughs> like i mean i'm scared to even like say the word or anything yeah. following it because it was such a like watching the way so i made this youtube video that i ended up taking down because I, I was going to be in the news and i thought oh god oh shit this is, yeah yeah, yeah so, that's yeah, a lot I, I like i got this anyways i was in the news a little while ago she made this. like for no <laughs> no 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 it was like it was like for porn like yeah. it was like like i got some fucking pr about how how much money i make doing fucking weird ass kinks because just quick plug here i do weird kinks there you go weirdest shit you can imagine as there long as go. it's allowed by community guidelines i do it like nice um yeah so i anyways i was just thought this is gonna get taken out of context no matter how thoroughly I explained so i worked in safety for many years so i worked in a medical supply um warehouse and distribution center and i shipped used medical supplies right so if you had a defective like heart monitor i was the one who shipped it back to the manufacturer so my understanding of like shipping hazardous materials is not extensive by any stretch Mm -hmm. but i have a little bit of information on how to safely handle hazardous materials right it's something i did for work Mm -hmm. after that i worked in a police and military equipment distribution center i like warehousing i like moving stuff (laughs) that's cool so so all i handled all day was like guns and ammunition and like um like chemical sprays and stuff like that's what I did, so I know yeah. how to handle noxious airborne chemicals and stuff. So again, no, I'm not a scientist or a fucking virologist or an epidemiologist. I'm not any of those things. I just yeah. have very base knowledge of um, like personal safety equipment and then how to handle dangerous materials. Yeah. So when people were like flipping their lids over the masks and people were like, if you don't wear a mask, you're a fucking piece of shit. And mm. I was like, mm. So, <laughs> so here's the, here's the thing about the masks. Um, if you've ever worked in safety, or if you worked in construction, for example, if you show up to your site and you're wearing winter boots instead of steel toe boots, they will send you the fuck home because mm-hmm. steel toe boots means steel toe boots, and it doesn't mean stiletto boots. It doesn't mean 
fucking cleats. It doesn't it doesn't mean anything that covers your foot. It yeah. means steel in the goddamn toe of your motherfucking boot. Like, <laughs> like it's, yeah. safety equipment is is specific and it is standardized. Always. Always. Like you're mm. are you in like construction of some kind? I'm doing a little bit right now, yeah. Okay, so when you have to wear a hard hat, can you switch it out for a fucking football helmet? No. No, it's no. gotta be a hard hat, yeah. right? And there's some sort of a color coding as well, and you gotta have that shit on your fucking head, right? And mm. there's no you can't like wear a toque and be like, well, it's a head covering. No, it's not interchangeable, right? Yeah. It's It's been designed to protect you from a particular threat on your mm -hmm. job site, right? So masks, when they said with masks, you can just wear any old goddamn thing you want. I was like, that is nothing. not how safety equipment it's works. It's not how safety equipment works. So if you get into a car, every single car you've ever been in, whether it was like a half million dollar luxury vehicle or like a $50 sack of shit, okay? Every yeah. car you've ever been in your life had the exact same seatbelt. Because anything that is a life-saving device has been tested thoroughly, mm -hmm. then it has been specified to address that threat, and yeah. then it has been standardized in every situation where that, th that threat is present. Yeah. That's how safety equipment works. So when they said, you can cut up an old t-shirt and wear it on your face, you can put a bandana on your face, you can wear a medical mask, you can fucking, your Aunt Sharon can knit one in the <laughs> holes of the knit, that's a-okay, yeah. as long as it covers your face. I was like, that is not, that's a huge red flag to me. That is not how safety equipment works. We mm -hmm. should have tested and said, we know this material in this style with this fit, we know that this is what works. When they were like, just do whatever, bro. <laughs> I was like, like, oh, I see what this is. So like, to, it was, it's theater, right? Like yeah. it's security theater. It was For to make sure. people feel like something was being done. But yes. anybody who's ever used actual PPE knows that that's not how PPE works. It's not, you know, if, if you go out on a boat and you have to wear a fucking life vest, Okay, and that's the safety requirement that you need. You can't switch it out for a high-vis vest. No. You know, just because it's a vest doesn't mean it's doing the same fucking job. So this was driving me like absolutely bonkers, right? And I was watching people like, my uncle doesn't wear a mask, so I'm never gonna speak to him again. He's dying of cancer and, and, and I hope he fucking rots in his grave. Yeah. Like people were going so insane. And I was like, I wish, I just wish, I just wish everybody had been in the trades for a little bit because anyone who's ever used PPE knows that the way the mandate has been written makes zero fucking sense. Correct. We should, if we are all facing the same threat, we should all be wearing the same equipment. Real simple. Real yeah. fucking simple. And I tried to explain this to people and they were like, oh, so you're just like an anti-mask oh, piece of shit? they started giving you shit Holy real fuck, quick. Holy fuck, man. People, like I talked about this on Instagram all the time and people would like shred me and I was like, oh, yeah. I'm not. they like cancel her. Oh God, they were like, this is, you're like just a conspiracy theorist. I was like, which part yeah. have, which part was either conspiratorial or theoretical? Like I think, I think, everything I'm saying is just straight facts. Like yes. if we're facing the same threat, we should wear the same equipment. Which part of that is up for debate? Mm. There, there was certainly enough concerning evidence from the people in power to make to to give the you know the very real illustration that like they're not as concerned as they're telling you to be and that's concerning. Do you, do you like, want the full tinfoil hat? Just the plot twist? Just the fucking shake out? Everyone listens to this? They're gonna shut it off and go this dude is absolutely fucking fucked. You did too much drugs you crackhead you're off your mark. Maybe? Go for it. Okay. Just because we I'm built just... this all up in terms of like what's logical, why is this happening, why does it make any sense? So I listened to this thing once upon a time. It was a dude that alleges these individuals that work with NASA and all these high up organizations and kind of know what's actually going on. This is how it goes. So apparently the fucking moon is like big fucking spaceship of sorts. It's not a fucking rock. Allegedly, there's a space station, an international this is, this is space fire, station. Because I love conspiracy yeah. theories, and I've never yeah. heard this. So this international space station on Mars. So the powers 
that do be, you know, in control of Earth. Allegedly, it was these reptilian creatures that were here before <laughs> humanity. The these motherfucking people. lizards were here before anything else. <laughs> then all the fucking homies from space, they rolled up and they were like, hey, look, we, we're going to collectively create these meat bags. They're going to be these, these individuals that shed karma. They're here to like purge process karma. It's like this big experiment. From the whole fucking Galactic Federation, all these motherfuckers that know what's up and what's really going on. And the lizard fucks were like, fuck you, bitch. This is my fucking planet. Fuck you, we're not doing it. And they're like, yo, dude, we fucking run the show. You're doing it. Shut the fuck up. And they're like, well, fuck you, we're not leaving. And they're like, fine, don't leave. But you can't fucking show yourself. You can't directly influence or fuck with them. So they're here. Humanity's doing its shit. We're growing up and shit. We're these meat bags. Here to fucking shed karma, to to grow, to evolve consciously, you know, just this big thing to like consciously evolve, to level up, to, you know, go from these three-dimensional meat bags to 40, 5D, 60, allegedly, you know, 12 dimensions. You start at the bottom, you're this like dense, hateful, heavy individual. And as you process all your shit, as you purge all this dense, heavy fucking energy, you work your way up. And then you can, you know, access dimensions and planes beyond just this 3d shit you know people out here saying oh well i see spirits or i talk to ghosts yeah that's a plane further so i know somebody who who is a legit medium i want mm -hmm. you to continue with your insane yeah. theory and i want to hear how it yeah, ties no, back sure. to covid but after that i want to tell you about my friend patty because she is for yeah. sure the real deal every every medium i've ever met i was yeah. like you're full of shit you do a lot of like cold reading they call it you yeah. do really excellent cold reading and as a skill i respect that but you're not yeah. a fucking medium no, this bitch I, though same way this bitch sees dead people for I, sure i take it all like, with a grain of salt i'm like prove it yeah no yeah. this chick is is 100 the real deal yeah. so one and i'm like i'm open to that right i'm looking right. for that because i think it's cool so i want it to be real yeah. with a healthy level well, that, of that's how i got here like yeah. i took everything with a grain of salt always yeah i was like i just everything with a grain of salt until proven otherwise yes you know and i had these interactions as i grew up with like energy workers various mediums whatever and i wouldn't give them information that yeah. would allow them to fucking pull cards out of a hat yes i'd see what they came back with and i was like holy fucking shit yeah. and then not only that when you know you work on your shit and your walls start coming down and you can feel yourself yeah. you know as an energetic being and what you've got going on i'm one step further in terms of you know validating this for the people that don't want to acknowledge it the fucking u.s government came out and was like yep chakras are real yeah we've known about them for a long time and we got all these fucking nerds in here doing remote viewing spying on people <laughs> doing all kinds of shit it's all right there it's all fucking real like it's not kumbaya fucking magic heebie-jeebie shit it's like yes. it's perfectly tangible anyways back to the fucking lizard people yes. bitching about life Talk these motherfuckers <laughs> They run everything, but the reason they run everything <coughs> is their life source, what sustains them, what they thrive off of, is our like fear, our stress, and our anxiety. Oh, so the dude, yeah, so I see the tie now. Right? The yeah. dude that um, was talking about all this and interviewing these people, he called it louche, which is, louche is just basically all that like, you know, the stress, the anxiety, fear, yeah. death, chaos, all the horrible, heavy shit. Yeah. So his whole point, um, you know, they're out here creating louche to feed themselves yeah just cause chaos cause fear cause panic they sustain themselves but the big experiment this big galactic thing is to see if consciously and collectively 
we can elevate ourselves to the point where they no longer have control over us. So how that happens? No, that's not gonna happen. And what? Do you think oh else? fuck, not in this lifetime. No yeah, fucking okay. way. All right, we're on the same. Like page. we're going the right direction, but my god, we're not even fucking close. Yeah. But the premise and what he said was, if fifty-one percent of everyone collectively was rooted in love, and you know appreciation, gratefulness, if that was the sentiment, they would just die. They'd be fucked. They wouldn't have their louche. They'd be done. Man, like the, the emo kid in me like loves that these like dark overlords literally feed off of our suffering. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, fuck yeah. Yeah, seriously. Right? So I've heard, I've heard, uh, I've never heard it explained like that, but I have heard about the lizard people and that, they, that they're that they feeding off of our suffering and yeah. stuff, but I've never actually had it all explained to me before. Mm-hmm. I'm not like co-signing that theory. That's totally means, fair. Like, yeah. Um, uh, you know, hearing it just in a casual conversation, I'm not like, absolutely, I'm dedicated now, I'm into it, I'm into it, lizard <laughs> yeah, people, like, right. you know, I, but I do find that if you are a person like I am who believes that there's like way, way, way more to life than what we think there yeah. is, then yeah, I sort of feel like I understand how these theories get put together. Mm-hmm. Because in a world that doesn't make any fucking sense, like lizard people, like sucking our yeah. fucking suffering out of, of our sad teeth. Like what? Sort of, yeah, like, right. you know, there's sort of some... I understand how people could get drawn to that and how yeah. there could be credibility in that when like nothing makes fucking sense. Like mm-hmm. there's there's a mass shooting every fucking week. The US is banning abortion. Like I that to me is so fuck uh, they're banning birth control. One of my homegirls lives in Louisiana and they're trying to ban birth control. So you just for sure want people to have kids that they don't want to have. Cause that's gonna breed a whole bunch of healthy people that were raised by adults who hated them. Or or kids. Kids, 16-year-olds who can't get a fucking abortion are going to raise a generation of people who knew that they were not fucking wanted because it comes through whether you want it to or not. The entire argument that to anyone that fucking ever pushes that trash, it's like, you have a daughter. Yeah. Huh? What happens if she gets raped and she's pregnant? You want to force her to have that child? Like the trauma of that? Like looking? Oh my God. And then then she resents the child? That's How's the fucking child's life look? Even, That's even, just breeding. Even if it wasn't, even if it wasn't rape, even if if somebody was madly in love with a spouse or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they find out they're two months pregnant. Let's say the spouse dies, yeah. and they don't want to raise that fucking kid on their yeah. own, but they're going to be made to. You're going to look at that kid and see your dead There's spouse a every fucking day. Like, why that shouldn't be a thing? Yeah, like, oh, it's, sure. anyway. So this is kind of what I'm just saying. In in a world where like nothing makes any goddamn sense, yeah. things that are so like out there, and like you said, tinfoil hat. Like yeah. you take off the tinfoil hat, smoke some meth. And it put it back on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> okay, I just want to preface that I've come to. I, like I said, I don't abide by this. I'm not like, oh yeah, that's how it is. It's just like this is something I've heard, and I'm like, hmm, it could be yeah. a thing. Yeah. Um. Oh well, shit. I was about to say no meth for me, but MDMA is usually laced with meth, and I've definitely gotten that at a rave. So, anyways, the precipice and why I think there could be validity in this strictly lies herein with psychedelics. Yes. Yeah. Well, of course it does. No, yeah. no one is shocked by that revelation. Yeah, they're right. Of course yeah. you fucking hippie. No exactly. fucking shit. Why don't you go yeah. do some more DMT, asshole? Yeah. <laughs> and Joe Rogan pipes in. Yeah, man, for sure. You know Fuck. what? I, I, the, the like recent controversy with Rogan where he was like saying the N word constantly. That's fucking stupid and it's ignorant and it was like very disappointing to see. But outside of that specific situation, I've watched so many of his podcasts and seen him give a platform to so many people with opposing views. He's hosted debates a million times. It's phenomenal. That's what the world needs. (sighs) Like we don't need to, 
if everyone agreed with one another, what the fuck even is that? The we'll point we'll of it all. We'll never learn anything, yes, right? Yes, you like, need to have opposing views. You need to have differences. The point is, and when everything works properly and as it should, is when you can still love the person and accept them, despite them having a different viewpoint. With some exceptions. There, well, like, there's always exceptions. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah like for, for me, if you if you don't agree with my views on anything that I consider to be a human rights issue, we're not going to still be friends when you think that humans don't deserve rights, right? Like, very fair. You know, so that's like, that's a big, that's a big line for me. But other than that, like, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily need to agree with you on really most things. Riddle me this though. If, okay. So for whatever reason, that is their viewpoint, their upbringing, their conditioning, everything in their life, has led them to think the way that they think. Yep. If they treat you with respect, they have the conversation respectfully, they entertain your side of things, your perspective, your ideas in the exact same way where you would do the same for theirs. Like, where does that leave you? Would you still ax them out of your life? 100%, what, what 100% let yes. me tell you why. So for me, some things are so black and white and they're so simple and they're yeah. so crystal clear that if you find a way to argue it, I think you're dumb. Like, like I, I, I don't give a shit. About I agree your with you, and like, like the only thing, though, the only reason I bring attention to it is because, like, how does that individual come to have the awareness that you have? Because on this subject, I agree with you completely. But if you just say "fuck off," you dumb cunt. But hang on, that's not the scenario okay. you described, though. The scenario you described yeah. was that I have listened to their views and they mm. have listened to mine. Yeah. I didn't say "fuck okay. off," you dumb okay. cunt. I said, "Let's talk about it." Yeah. Here's what I think, and I've explained it to them. Fe- and, fed and them still... like a little fucking bird, okay? Yeah. And they still couldn't get okay. it. Then I'll I'm like, that. "That's what I mean." I'll give so you that, I'm not 100%. saying I saw a, 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 an off-color tweet and never spoke to somebody again. I'm Got not you. talking about that. I'm talking about after. Some attempts at having a conversation, some We're attempts at sharing enlightenment, some attempts at trying to help people grow past whatever yeah. like shitty reductive perspective they have. Yeah. If I've made that honest attempt and they're yeah. like, nope, fuck you, still racist or okay. whatever, then I'm like, okay, well, I'm you're right just, there with you. Right? Yeah, kick that's them to the fucking I mean. curb then. Yeah, that's yes. what I mean. So I'm not, I'm not like this, like I said, man, the shit with, you know, digging up people's tweets from a thousand years ago and stuff, I'm not yeah. talking about that. We're like, oh my God, one time you did something that was distasteful no, and now you're like Satan himself. Like, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in a personal scenario where I've discussed with somebody and genuinely tried to yeah. help them see beyond whatever nonsense they're not able to see. And they still say, I hear you and mm-hmm. I respect what you're saying. I just don't believe it. And I think something entirely opposite. If that's something that circulates around human rights of any kind, I just feel like one, you're dumb. And two, you yeah. have too much fucking time on your hands. Why are you worried about other people just like getting to live? Mm-hmm. Why does that bother you? I, I'm, I'm just, just the way that I see things. I'm so curious in the sense, I'm with you in this life. If I like, I'll do the same thing as you. I'll take a moment and I'll try and shine a little bit of light on the situation. Yes. I don't have enough time in this life to sit around and try. Like, it's not your job to enlighten or to fucking save anyone. That's their shit. Yes. That's their horror ordeal. That's what they're here to do. Yes. Um, it's almost one of those things. Just the way that I see it, though, it's like... Because, like, eventually, the way that we all... Is that, like, static? Is that what you're I was like... <laughs> that's just me, like, this is so fucking... We're just so far away yeah. from being anywhere really, truly good. Yes. Um, that's why, you know, I've, in my personal life anyways, I'm kind of like adopting this nice little bubble. 
I'm like, mm, I live in like this nice, wonderful world where things were like, I don't want to get the fucking news. I, just like I you, know. I ax out all these shit people yeah. that have trash ideologies. They don't have accountability. It's just, yes. you gone. I think that's part of a start. Because I mean, if everyone did that, I think that's probably the most logical and the quickest way to get to a happier place is just ignore the people that have, just like that. It's like, yes. you need to be forced into having this fucking baby. If you just ignore all those fucking twats and everyone ignores them and everyone collectively comes together but that has their head on straight. Yes. Shit, we'll be fine. So hang on though. I want to <laughs> bring an interesting, so when we yeah. talked, like we briefly touched on like systems of oppression. So in the US where this ban on abortion is, is happening and like as a Canadian, it's scary because we're little pussies and we tend to do whatever they fucking do, right? Okay. So it's like, it's setting a precedent that yeah. I'm, I'm worried we may end up following at some point. Not mm -hmm. that I'm having abortions on the reg, but as a fucking woman, I want to always have the right to do whatever I feel is right yeah. with my own but body. Even as a dude, just like, I'm, I'm not even a thing, just understanding what that, the, the suffering, the pain and the heavy yes. energy that brings into the world. Yes. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Well, that like I, like I said, even in the best of circumstances, being raised by a parent who does not fucking want you does not breed healthy well-adjusted no. adults like that's that, not what the next yeah. generation will be so I, I i don't remember the exact statistic but i think it was something like when polled they did massive massive polls about whether or not to overturn roe versus wade mm -hmm. and through these like thousands and thousands and thousands of people they found that 71 percent of people were in favor of roe versus wade staying intact as in you know the the right to abortion and health care yeah. and there was no like the vast majority of the country did not want to see it overturned and it's going to be overturned nonetheless. So while I want to believe that we as a society, like as citizens mm -hmm. could stand together to overturn things, that's certainly not what we're seeing right now, that the systems of, in power are actually right. more powerful than even us as a collective. And I know that's like very depressing and shit, but it does seem to be the fucking reality. So for it's, me, I'm not looking so, so like in my life, I follow the laws that I feel like I should follow based on my moral compass. There yeah. are laws that I choose not to follow I'm because, the same way as you. right? So, because I, yeah. I don't, I don't feel like that's. I just, I'm not. I don't need. I don't need to be told how to behave in this life. Yeah. And I also acknowledge that if I ever get busted, then, then I'll have to fucking eat that, and it that'll be. I will take radical right. responsibility. I was say, there you go. Right for the yeah. decisions that I made. I'm I knew exactly the risk, and I took the and and I took the risk anyways. But I feel like sometimes. Even though it's helpful and it alleviates the burden of like suffering in a shitty fucking existence to think yeah. that if we all just did this, it would be a little bit better. But the system is not designed for us to be able to actively rebel and create change. Oh, absolutely not. You know, so that I would feel be like the most fearful, terrifying, for like sure, yeah, for sure. That is so, the end of everything as you know it. And so I, I feel <laughs> like you know sometimes, I, and then even that, I'll sit and ponder like, do I just think that because that's what they want me to think? Be safe to leave your fucking house and like yeah. enjoy your life and not have to be fearful all the time. But at the end of the day, you choosing to not be fearful doesn't mean that the scary things have gone. Hundred <laughs> percent. You know, so yeah. I, I feel like there's a difference between like um, healthy preparedness versus living in constant paranoia, and yeah. I, I feel like that shit is not discussed nearly enough. Because even those conversations get shut. Up. Why don't you tell men not to rape? Well, I did actually, when I was being assaulted, I did ask him to stop. And you know what? He didn't listen. Believe it or not. Rapists, they don't listen. It's kind of like a key factor of being Man. a rapist is that you don't fucking listen. <laughs> like, like it's, <laughs> like, it's <Yeah. laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, man. Like, I hate hearing these, these fucking arguments from people when we're talking about, uh, like, preparedness and we're talking about healthy vulnerability versus not yeah. healthy vulnerability. And people are like, why don't you tell? Degrees of awareness. Oh, but it's so exhausting, like, man. Like that woman that I was referencing, she had awareness. 
she would have awareness that she's like she's romanticizing an idea. Yeah. She's putting energy into something that's not even tangible or there. Like the quickest or most kind of insane relationship I ever had was um, I knew a girl for like two or three months and yeah. then we got engaged and she got the ring and it was a fucking nightmare from here on all of her insecurities bled out it was just a disaster and it was like fuck so I didn't care and I don't care to be mad I'm like yeah my person is my fucking person I don't give a fuck about a ring or having the government fucking approve that yes um, but it was to signify that it was like I see you for all of you I accept you and I'm like Vested in this in yes. you nope like what that did for her and her belief structure <laughs> is it made it tangible and like her internal belief structure and monologue was that like all the people she loves or that are supposed to love her leave her so the moment she got the ring she's like he's gonna leave me so she was just like clawing and scratching and she literally manifested that reality so I find that so interesting because I um, I, I had like a rough go in my teenage years right a lot of bad shit happened yeah. some of which like you know, I wanted to live a rough life and therefore was around rough people. So I take the healthy responsibility that I should, right? Mm -hmm. I could have made different decisions for different outcomes. Yeah. There was also just some like straight up heinous shit that none of the decisions I made should have reasonably led to that, right? Like that was not justifiable. That was just like a heinous, disgusting, you know, malicious shit from sick yeah. people. Um, and I feel like trying to explain to somebody who has not experienced even one instance of radical responsibility that like... Uh, it isn't always victim blaming. Sometimes you're trying to give a person an awareness so that they are empowered to not make the same decisions Going again. Forward, you want like, them to not fall into these situations. Bro, like the paranoid fucking boyfriend who doesn't want you going to the bar with your girlfriends because he's just so sure you're going to cheat and so he blows up your phone all night and all that shit. Yeah. And then all you want is to relax with a guy who's fucking nice to you. You know, so you go seek that shit out elsewhere. And it's the same thing with women. Women who are fucking, oh my God, you're going to go for somebody who's thinner or somebody who's younger or all this shit. And it's like, you hear that shit long enough and you're like, I mean, damn, it sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, and I feel like people don't actually realize that energy that they bring into those situations. Like nobody wants to have to constantly reassure someone. Absolutely not. It is exhausting. Because then, you know what sure. happens? You exhaust. So, so. Let's say it was us, right? I'm nagging at you. I'm paranoid. I'm insecure all the time. You're trying to reassure me. You're trying to reassure yeah. me. You're trying to reassure me. Now you're exhausted. And now mm -hmm. you're going to look for someone to reassure you. 100%. And that's where that shit that's starts. A, like, I haven't put it like that before, but yes, completely. <laughs> like, yeah. And I, I wish more people were willing to like just look at themselves like are you and and i've like i'm a fucking drug addict i was a real shit girlfriend a lot of times like i love you to pieces baby but i love my pipe more and i always fucking will you know like that's i i don't it's not like i think that i'm exempt from this like i talk about it sometimes and i laugh about it and it might sound a bit callous because it does suck to be stuck in a situation where you can't see that you're the problem mm -hmm. like that's a really unfortunate place to be in life because there's nothing you can do then right yeah. but i i laugh about it because it's, it's me that i'm talking about right it's me where i was in all these fucking situations like i got I've never cheated on, for, for like the raging slut that I am, I've never fucking cheated. I've mm. never knowingly messed with somebody else's person. I, and when I say knowingly, I don't mean that like, oh, it happened, but it wasn't my fault. As far as I know, mm -hmm. I've never messed with somebody else's person. Yeah. Like that's, I've done a lot of shady shit in my life, but for whatever reason, that's where I fucking draw the Good line. Good for you. But I, I like, I've been in relationships where I was done dirty and then brought that fucking same energy, that victim mentality, that paranoia, yeah. that obsessive need to be reassured into my next relationship and then was like Fucks shocked it when it happened there. again, right? Yeah. Like you cannot, like I, I've now come to say like you cannot expect your new man to pay the last man's bill. 
100%. Like you can't, you know? 100%. And it's not that you don't deserve to be, uh, you know, dealing with your, your wounds and stuff. Of course you do. And getting some level of support from your person. Well, what's yeah. the point of having a person if they can't support so that you, That was right? always my thing before, is I would <laughs> say, like, look, I understand you have shit. We all have shit, always. Yeah. But the moment you direct that at me... Yes. I'm throwing it right back in your fucking face because it's not mine. Well, I just, I feel like I, we don't know how to... We don't know. How, well, it's like we started this by saying we don't know how to fucking communicate anymore. So if if your chick came to you and said, I'm feeling insecure and I'm not really sure why. And it's probably my own shit. It's probably my past. But like, mm -hmm. can I ask you some questions? Are you in a headspace to reassure me right now? Rather than let me go through your fucking phone, you sack of shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, that's, that's how it should be. Even when um, like, I'm having kind of like a more personal, intimate conversation with someone. If we're talking about something and then they tell me something, oh, this is the first thing I'll say. It's like, do you want me to speak candidly on this? Yes. It's like... Oh, God, it's music to my fucking uh, ears. Like, like, my, my favorite question to say to somebody when someone starts venting me about a problem is mm -hmm. how can I support you? Yeah. Right? Because I don't know. I don't know if mm -hmm. you just want to vent. I don't know if you need help with a solution. Are, are we shit-talking somebody? Are we looking for healthy coping mechanisms? Yeah. Are we looking for not healthy coping mechanisms? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you need right now. Mm -hmm. I don't know how each different person in my life at each different moment of their lives is going to need support. So yeah. the best thing I've, I've learned to do to be a supportive person is just fucking ask, what do you need right now? For sure. What do you want? What are, what are you looking for from this conversation? And then nope. usually it's not that hard to just fucking give somebody what they're asking for. Mm -hmm. But nobody wants to do that anymore. They, they feel like I've established myself as a person of value through certain behaviors. So that's all I have to offer when I see somebody is suffering. I'm not actually interested in what the suffering person needs from me. Yeah. I'm interested in what I need from the suffering person. How can I validate yeah. myself in a way that makes me feel helpful? Instead of actually being so helpful. Have you taken that and applied that to the other at like everything else in your life? Because there was once upon a time just the whole little tidbit where it's like, why am I saying the things that I'm saying? Like, is it for any reason? Like, what? Why? Now, when I talk to someone, I try to be completely present. I don't think about shit. I don't think about how to respond. I don't think about anything that I want to say. Like early in the podcast, if I had something that did pop into my head, I'd call to it right then and there. Or it didn't exist. Yes. And because of that, I can be present and I can tend to what needs to happen, what needs to be said, like channeling, if you will. I'm channeling what needs to happen by being present in this moment because I feel, you know, my energy. I can feel your energy. And then we can go from there. I think people run into so much issue. The moment people's fucking brain starts spinning off. You're fucked. Your body knows everything that you need to do. You know what's going on. Everyone's like, oh, well, my gut feels like this. Yeah, listen to that shit. The yes. moment the brain starts thinking, you're fucked. Yes. So, like, exactly what you said, in these moments where you're kind of, you know, holding that space for someone and either providing advice or just being that ear, holding that space that they need, have you taken that and been like, why am I doing this, that, or the other? Like, even the other day, I posted that one fucking story on my Instagram which has no value. I look like a douchebag flexing my arm in the reflection of a fucking truck. That has no value. And why was I doing it? I'm aware of why I was doing it. It's like, it's like this. I'm trying to grow an audience on TikTok and have some of these people come and listen to this podcast because that's where there's value and yep. that's where you know this is something that resonates with me and this is what makes sense. So... Given the fact that most of my audience is coming from TikTok, and let's be honest, a lot of thirsty-ass chicks, if I appease that a little bit, I might get more retention, more rapport, and something might resonate in the sense where this might lead to them potentially listening to the podcast. Yes. 
and that's kind of in that specific instance, like my why. And even then I was thinking, I was like, mm, is it a value? Is it con like, you know, is this conducive to the things that I believe in and what I stand for? Because at the end of the day, like I said, but, just a shitty douchey picture. I'm like, hmm. but, but can't, can't more than one thing be true? Like it always is. Right. Always. So, so, so certainly there, like I, I, I did an interview <laughs> for this, this article that wound up in like the New York Post and sure. fucking, oh yeah, and the Daily Mirror and nice. fucking, it was on Lad Bible and just everywhere. And so this, this lady who was interviewing me was like, so I see like your men's mental health stuff on your page. And I'm just like wondering, like, do you fall into the category of like the sex worker that men can tell their secrets to? And I was like, 100%. Like, yeah. well, I'm just fascinated by that. I also like super dig the intimacy like I, it does feel nice that people even if it's because yeah. i'm like a disposable whore and they can just block me if they feel uncomfortable with what they've shared regardless of the reasoning it's kind of nice to be that person for somebody who needs to be that person mm -hmm. so i was she was like so do, do you think that you like like what's what's the chicken and what's the egg in this situation like are you trying to help men's mental health and you're like using your womanly wiles to do it or are you like using men's mental health as a way to get people to trust you enough to subscribe to your content to want to talk to you more and i had to sit and think about it and i was like well i started selling the content first mm -hmm. and then after talking to a ton of men who were genuinely befuddled by like why they were not having success with women, yeah. why they were not able to perform sexually in the ways they wanted to, why they were not able to have the conversations they needed to have with like long-standing partners, wives and shit, mm -hmm. about how like they really, really, really want to wear a chicken suit and fuck. And they've been thinking about it since they were 14. Like, oh, like like the, the stuff that people, and they're like, I just don't, yeah. and I'm like, why? Why can you say this to me and not your person? Right. Why is your person even your person if you can't say these things like, to them, right? I get like, it though, like that fear, right? Well, well, of course. Well, me. for me, if I'm like, you're a fucking loser, they're like, whatever, you're a whore. Like, <laughs> you know, so there's there's almost like a like an understood, I'm the right place to have those conversations, but being a... they're not going to feel judged. Right. Because they're judging the fuck out of you. A hundred percent, right? So there's sort of like a mutual understanding here of like, this is where you come to like, get weird, <laughs> yeah. you know? So, but it's like, those conversations really led me to, to have a much better understanding than I've ever had in my life mm -hmm. of how burdened men are with their own thoughts yeah. and like, and how like, I, I really hate like, like social justice warrior buzz fucking phrases, but like toxic masculinity is, is actually super fucking legit because the amount it of is, men I know sure. both through work and in my personal life who would be much fucking cooler people if they could just like talk about their shit yeah. and ask for support when they need it. And like, yeah, express themselves. Like I know so many, I talk, every fucking day I talk to guys on OnlyFans who are like, I want to get pegged. And I'm like, awesome, you should yeah. do it. Like, I love pegging. I think it's fantastic. And they're like, I don't know. Like, is it gay? And I'm like, well, is it a dude's dick? Because if yeah. it's not, then it's not fucking gay. Right. And like, did you see the tweet of the guy who was like, I don't, I don't, he doesn't wash his ass because it's gay. He's like so Bro, yeah, man, this guy what was, the fuck? He was talking about how he like Bro, washes. you don't clean your dick either because you're touching a dick. Are I'm you like, gay for that too? Dude, he was he fuck? like went into detail about how he like scrubs the outside of his ass cheeks, but he doesn't like wow. open up and let the water hit it even. Bro, like, yeah, like I was like, oh you my god, you stanky motherfucker. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, you'd rather be unhygienic than like Jesus Christ. So, so I think that's. Anyway, so we go through this interview and I'm trying to collect my thoughts and I'm trying to explain, like, it's just kind of all part of the same thing for me, right. right? Like, at the end of the day, if you're a provider of any type of intimate service, mostly for men, it would be yeah. hard, 
although I see it a lot. It, for me, it would be very hard to like not develop some additional perspective and compassion for the people who I serve. You yeah, know, I would say this probably plays a big role in like why you're so successful with it. Probably. Um, and so she was like, so we're talking and stuff, and she's like, I need a soundbite. Like, what's the soundbite going to be? Like, are you using like, are you using your like womanly wiles as as a bridge to therapy? And I was like, womanly wiles? That sounds like shit. I was like, we can say the badonka donk and the bazongas are the bridge to therapy if you want. Yeah. There's your fucking soundbite. Yeah. Like, but it, it's true though. Like, we are so unbelievably fucking disconnected as a society that men would rather talk to me about the things they want to do to their wife. Like, they're not yeah. saying, oh, Jesse, I want to, you know, I want you to fucking fist me while I cry and listen to Revolutions <laughs> number nine, right? Like, <laughs> that's a real thing. <laughs> I believe it. Nothing surprises me anymore. But people were telling me about, like, the, the intimacy problems they have with their spouse. And I was like, man, you paid, like, 12 bucks to, for some, like, real cheap fucking corner <laughs> therapy, bro. Like, you know, like, yeah, right. but, but, the, but I actually give a shit, right? Like, that for me yeah. is, like, devastating. Like, I would be really upset if my husband was talking to some fucking OnlyFans girls about stuff he wanted to do to me. Yeah. If he was talking about how he wanted to plow her ass, because it's different than mine, well, that makes a lot of sense to me, right? But, like, you're talking to somebody about me instead of talking to me. Like, for me, that's, uh, that's fucked up. Like, yeah. I feel really bad about that. So I have this, like overwhelming desire to like coach people and stuff and then I end up checking messages from people who are like oh my god I'm wearing the chicken suit right now I gotta unsubscribe I don't need you anymore oh and god. I'm like but I'm thrilled yeah you love it I'm I mean, thrilled that's amazing. by that literally yeah. I'm, I'm gonna jerk off thinking about you fucking your wife in the chicken that's suit like, so cool you have power to that dude that's <laughs> like, a fucking power move literally dude. man like I, I same thing with that book I was talking about that models book yeah Every time I recommend that to a guy who's like, yo, I got a girlfriend and like, I don't think she'd be down with the OnlyFans shit, so I got to go. I'm like, go, my child. Go forth and bang. Like, uh, know, I love that. Like, get it. Honestly, it's my... A little it's, pat on the ass. Get after literally, it. Literally, yeah. literally. Fucking pitter-patter, bud. Like, right. <laughs> that's my favorite fucking thing that. is getting to talk to people who... Like, I have people who I do, like, video chats with them and their wives because their thing is just, like, we're just horny together and, like, everything is fine. There's no yeah. issue here. We just, like, want to see that ass, like, make it clap shorty. And I'm like, Yay! That's amazing. Right? So, that's fucking amazing. That's what, so I feel like my, my business has evolved into this very, like, I was, I this just, like, before I came here, I was helping yeah. a guy refine his Tinder profile and stuff because nice. I'm, like, I'm trying to help him get some fucking puss. Like, <laughs> I got... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, I will be your OnlyFans <laughs> wingwoman. Like, That's know, amazing. 100%, and, and I've, like, I had a guy who uh, subscribed. He was, like, he had a lot of really just fucked up. He was just, he was so self-indulgent, right? He was, like, mm. women don't like me, and I don't, like, incel shit, right? He was, like, I don't get it. I work out. I'm short, and that's the only reason, and I have a good job, and yeah. I don't get why bitches don't like me. And I was, like... Bruh. Do you think it's the fact that you refer to them as bitches? Do you think that yeah. has... Maybe a little bit? Like, yeah, I was like, little... you don't think that, like, you were dripping with resentment. And, like, I'm not going to absorb any of that so we can actually have a real conversation about it. But have mm -hmm. you considered the possibility that all that resentment and anger and entitlement is actually portrayed in your conversation and your actions? Like, do you really think you're keeping a lid on it? Because to me, it's yeah. pretty fucking apparent. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just through a screen. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have no investment in you. I didn't get all dolled up to meet you in a fucking bar somewhere just to hear that edge in your voice right yeah. i don't give a shit i feel like you should watch me get my fucking butt banged jerk off relax a little <laughs> and then try again right? yeah, like, you might do a little better yeah Maybe. so but even that though like having those conversations with people where i'm like you have no like accurate self-perception your self-awareness is like in the fucking toilet because oh. to me you hate women like you want to fuck you don't want to have like a fun mutually beneficial sexual experience with another human being yeah. you want to fuck bitches angrily and like 
don't get me wrong, there's a time and a place for everything. But, yeah. <laughs> but like, if that's the energy you bring into every interaction, most women who don't know you don't actually want to be hate-fucked by you, believe oh, it or not. 100%. Like, <laughs> so I spend an extraordinary amount of time, like, getting people in a position where they end up leaving because they don't, they don't need my services This is, like, anymore. the most wholesome, amazing shit I've ever heard. And I is, kind of gathered that vibe. For, like, like I said, I had all played and I was like, I'm much more selective now with who I do my podcast with. And I was like... Uh, it's it's way more than just like you know I wonder sometimes with the girls pulling the financial domination just degrading you're like you're my fucking pay pig I'm like I wonder if there is any kind of like aftercare or care there I'm like do you want to hear an amazing pay pig story oh absolutely so I've had one real pay pig in my life for, yeah. like I mean like bucks like this guy was dropping racks all the fucking nice. time I've, I've had a little I got 50 bucks for you I got 60 bucks for you and that's oh. like if, if that's all the money you have, that's still a big deal. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to not acknowledge the sacrifice some people make, but I just mean, like, I had one whale in my five-year career, nice. and his name is Carl, and I, can, I could say his fucking last name, I could say where he worked, I could say anything, and he would yeah. be like, yes, mistress, let me pay you. Like, oh, anything. Blackmail yeah. was, like, part of his yeah. shit. Yeah. So he was the very first person that ever bought the very first thing I sold as a hoe. So he bought my my first, he like popped my fucking premium Snapchat cherry. Okay, that's where I started was the premium Snap. So he like immediately sent me pictures of his credit card front and back. And I was like, I'm mad paranoid, right? I always think everyone's trying to scam me. It's a fucking trap. Of course it's a fucking trap. This is too good to be true. Literally, he was was like, buy yourself anything you want. He was like, I make a fucking ton of money. He's like, he was like 25 at the time. Real good looking. No, I didn't because I was too paranoid. Oh, shit. I was like, this guy's... This guy like hates hoes and he's gonna get me caught up in some fraud charges. That's mm. what I thought. I thought this is a setup. I see. Right? So yeah. I'm gonna go buy some shit and then I'm gonna like go to jail for some like inter fucking, you know, in- yeah. inter country fucking fraud shit. So I was like, nah. But I'll tell you what, here's my PayPal and you can load that shit up. And yeah. he did. He sent me like 300 bucks and I was like, what do you want for this? And he was like, I just want you to like call me like a filthy sack of shit. And I was like, yeah. oh, <laughs> yeah. I sure can. Yeah, bet. I sure fucking can. Yeah. So, so this continued to escalate with him where he would like, send me videos of him jerking off and like jizzing in his own mouth and stuff and he's like he's like a real rough and tumble dude right so he yeah. was like this type of shit would be like really bad for me if it got out and like but like blackmail me and tell me you want you know a thousand dollars fucking right now or you're gonna leak it and like i don't know if he genuinely was self-destructive or if he just had good instincts to know that i would never really yeah. do it I, I think that plays a big part in it so you can see it in the fucking eyes so so he like so anyway, so we would do this shit and I would yeah. like, he'd be Snapchatting me and I would screenshot him doing these like vile things to himself. Not that, listen, a little bit of cum eating is fine. But that's not vile. It got a lot worse. I'm trying Ooh. to protect the guy a little bit. <laughs> anyway, so he, then he started like pulling bullshit with me where we would set up like a video chat where he just wanted to be degraded and stuff and then he wouldn't yeah. show. And now I'm pissed off because I'm in my fucking makeup. I'm wearing the shit he likes me to fucking wear yeah. and he's not showing. And I was like, what the fuck? Like you're here to serve me, not the other way around, yeah. right? Like, and that's because that's the dynamic he wanted. Yeah. So then I go into this group chat with all these fucking girls that I used to talk to. This is probably four years ago now. I go into this group chat and this chick is like, oh man, this guy keeps like setting up fucking, he's like a pay pig and he keeps setting up shit with me and bailing. And I'm like, better not be my fucking pay pig. I don't share. (laughs) So so I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm like, like, what's his name? She says his name's Carl. And I'm like, no fucking way. So then like three other girls in this chat are like, fucking hot Carl. He's like a young dude, like buff, good looking. And so now I find out he's been fucking with every, like all my friends specifically. Like all the bitches I know. So I was like, Carl. So I had his home phone number, right? So I fucking called, like an actual house phone. So I called and I was like, what the fuck is going on? So then he tells me, he's like, listen, 
um, I'm sorry, I've been fucking around with you. And he was like, I'm in deep shit. I've been way over my head. I've been spending money on my company credit card. Like, oh yeah. He was like, I'm about to lose like everything I fucking built. And like, I just, I'm like tumbling, man. So I was like, holy fuck. So not only that, yeah. because he's an idiot and would give it his home address as part of his like blackmail kink. Some of these girls wanted to send somebody, some of these girls, it's their own fault. They would like do the session expecting to get a thousand bucks and then he yeah. just wouldn't pay them. That's on you, okay? If you're like 41 and you still don't know to get the money up front, that's on yeah, you, bitch. Like, 100%. what the fuck? But these girls wanted to send somebody to his house to kick the fucking shit out of him because he'd done it apparently a couple of times. So I was like, so I'm like, now I, I feel responsible because I know he started with me, right? And then it like spiraled. I feel like he must have, because I like do shout for shout and I promote these other women, right? So mm-hmm. I feel like he must have found them through me. I just felt responsible. That ain't on you, though. But hang on, though. So, like, it's not. I know that now. Yeah. But in the, I was still, like, new to sex work. I, I was like, oh, my God, it. this I kid is going to get murdered. Yeah. Like, like I got him killed. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Like, and, like, he gave me so much money just to get fucking, like, crunched in the end. Right. So I, I, like, messaged him. And I was like, Carl, we got to talk about this, man. We got to figure this shit out. Because you're about to get the shit kicked out of you, man. Like, you're going to have pimps fucking on your doorstep. And it's a problem. Or at your workplace or whatever else. And you don't have any money. Like, it's not like he can solve the problem by paying. He's dead broke. So I was like, so tell me what the fuck really happened. So he knew I was a recovering addict. We had like a very personal relationship outside of all the fucking, you know, jacking off shit. And he's like, listen, he was like, I just fucking hate myself. And I've been like trying to ruin myself. He was like, I'm just too much of a pussy to fucking pull the trigger. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) what? So then he tells me that he was best friends with this girl his whole life, like from childhood. And he like wanted to marry her. He was madly in love with her. She was like, you're like a brother to me. And he was like, yeah, I guess. Like, Fuck, that hurts. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, so, so he tells me, though, that the last time they hung out, they got into a big fight. And then she went out and she overdosed. And he felt like responsible. Like yeah. he, he, So apparently he gave her a couple of oxys or something, some sort of fucking you know, opiate. Um, and he assumed that she was going to take it responsibly because she was like, fuck you, I'm out of here. And he was like, here, well, we were supposed to party tonight. Here's your half of what yeah. I picked up for us. And like, you go do your thing. Well, she died that night. And so he's felt responsible for it ever That's since. Heavy. And I was like, bro, if you're lying to me right now because you know I'm an addict and you know I almost died from drugs, if you're picking the like dead girl from drugs yeah. trope to fuck with me when I'm trying to keep you from getting the shit kicked out of you, it's going to be a fucking pro- I'll come down there. I will fly to fucking Pennsylvania and yeah. do it myself. And so he was like, no, check this out. So then he showed me his real Instagram and it is like literally like a lifetime of photos with this girl. And you can see in every photo the way he looks at her, man, like the shit broke my fucking heart. Like yeah. there, you can't fake that. You know what I mean? It was a whole fucking history. And then all the memorial posts of her after she died and stuff. And I was like, oh my God, Jesus Christ. So I went into my group chat and I was like, as a personal favor to me, and I will owe you all one, how that works out in the end, we'll figure it out. But as a personal favor to me, all of you need to leave this kid alone. He is so much more fucked up than any of you think he is. And like, you're all decent enough human beings that if you knew what was going on with this guy, you wouldn't dream of sending any, just cash up front, shorty. Like take the, take the L and move, please. Like, like, and, and, and whatever you need from me to like make you whole, I will figure it out because I got to fucking help this kid and like he doesn't need what's coming yeah. down the pipeline for him. So then I found him a fucking grief counselor out in fucking Pennsylvania. Like I just helped him work through his fucking He's shit. such a sweetheart. <laughs> oh That's amazing. That's actually fucking amazing. <laughs> Holy shit. So he like didn't like his first grief counselor and he was like, can't yeah. you just do it? And I was like, me, the person who's called you, like literally scum yeah. of the earth and taking <laughs> all your fucking money? Like, no, Carl, yeah. I don't think I can do that for you. And, like, aside from the fact that I don't have the credentials for it, but also our existing relationship, probably not conducive to that. And then within a month of the grief counseling, he was like, my, sh- my money is right. Like, can I send? And I was like, no, you fuck. Like, God, double up your counseling, okay? That's what yeah. you need to fucking spend your money on, man. Yeah. 
So he and I are still friends to this fucking day. That's so cool. Yes, and I, I don't that. I don't take money from him anymore. We like we really bonded over this very fucked up situation, and like yeah. I know he's still out there doing it, but he'll like check in with me about it. So I still manage him in a way. I just yeah. don't. I do it like because I love him. Like yeah. <laughs> like not not because I get I paid get for it, it anymore. Because I, I don't. Like yeah, yeah. you. Yeah. Right? I want to be something you're spoiling yourself with, not something you're hurting yourself well, with. Well, it was kind of the same way. Like, I've inflicted pains, and I'm by no means not, not a sadist. Yeah. It was just strictly that, you know, in this relationship, in this interaction, I can feel, like, the euphoria and the pleasure and the release for you. It's like, yes. yeah, let me fucking beat you. Yes. I mean, I did draw the, I never could do, like, the same as uh, the hobby that was, it? like, the one woman. It was just one. She's like, hit me with a fucking close fist. And I was like absolutely fucking not i'm like you're 120 fucking pounds i'm like at the time i was like fuck 6'6 230 yeah and she's like fucking dude i just had to shove her face in the fucking couch like shut up yeah. stop saying that yeah i definitely i'm still like i'm that's like <laughs> my best friend so i've been best friend with the same dude since i was 14 he was 15 yeah. and i'll be 34 this year so like very long relationship mm-hmm. and i was telling him how like i got my husband to the point where he could do like just body shots nowhere nowhere near organs yeah. like we practice safely right yeah. so so you know that i could get body shots from him and he was like wow you're still waiting for your fucking prince charming eh and i was like why do you say that and he was like i feel like the guy who punches you in the face is going to be like the glass slipper that finally fits. <laughs> 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 yeah. so do, like do you think that that's just like you know, through all of your experiences, like traumas, whatever, everything that shaped you into who you are, and like, you know, that's obviously the appeal is there. Yeah. And that's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, you know, if, in case in point, when I was younger, I don't know where the fuck this came from, and I still ponder this sometimes, so like, the moment I had formidable thoughts, I was a fucking pervert. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? And like, to my knowledge, I wasn't exposed to any kind of this, that, or the other, to my knowledge, whatever. Yeah. Um, but... What worked for me and why, like, the dominant submissive thing worked, because when I grew up, all of my fantasies were from a submissive point of view. But Interesting. when I got older and I had, like, the seldom opportunity where, you know, the shoe was on the other foot and I'm being the submissive, fuck no. It didn't work at all. Interesting. It was because, like, as an individual that, you know, I live my entire life off of feel and off of energy. Yeah. I'm, you know, with the individuals that were trying to dominate me, I'm like... Your energy does not dominate my energy. So, so my I picked my fucking porn name, Jesse Switch, and yeah. I picked the masculine spelling of Jesse. There's no I in there. I picked the masculine spelling, and I picked the name Switch because my energy is fucking all over the place. So yeah. for me, I, I don't care if you're a man or a woman or fucking non, non-binary or any of that other shit. Your energy is what dictates whether I'll be submissive or not. Like, yeah. I'm a switch to the fucking core, right? Like... And even even the same person, if you come home from work and you were all fucking fired up and you're looking to fuck that anger out, I'm like, oh my God, yes, daddy. Like, you know, with yeah. somebody who I normally wouldn't necessarily see in that light because yeah. the energy is present in that fucking moment. Gotcha. And like, so I'm, I'm wired exactly like you are, where I can be submissive because I've had the pleasure of being around truly dominant people. It's rare. Right. It's like, well, when I was younger, that I would seek that out. I would like, I literally had you know interactions with like they were dominatrixes for fucking work yeah they did that shit for a living and i was like the appeal for them i think is finally they could hang like for me they would feel submissive to me so yeah. that's what's their appeal and i was like would i feel submissive then we reached playing the same game yeah and then i get there i'm like yeah, sure. I was just like, it's same fucking Absolute thing. Absolute And then obviously, I mean, 
to go really down that road, you're going to need a degree of trust. I'm not going to get fucking chained up or tied up by some broad that I've fucking talked to and hung out with once or twice. I'm like, let's yeah. get fucking robbed. Yeah. So tricky. I just, I don't know. I, where I would come back to that in terms of like the uh, dominant submissive thing, um, be it male or female. Yeah. I think this all plays on like the balancing of your masculine and feminine energy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, my, like, every everything I do operates at, like, like fucking full cylinders all the time. Yeah. All the fucking time. So, for me, to move, like, seamlessly through um, a dominant or submissive role is, like, I don't, there's no conscious thing that happens. Like, yeah. there's, my body language changes, obviously. Like, I, I do have that fucking baby bitch voice when I'm, like, around somebody who's truly dominant. Like, yeah. that's, but I, I don't consciously think about it. It just fucking it's happens. Yeah. And I think so many people are so invested in their self-perception, whether they're protecting See, their femininity the or they're protecting their... Yes. They're stuck. They're fought on that. Yes. That's why you can, like, flow seamlessly. Because, like, life... When done properly, you're present. Yes. You're like you're right there in the here now. That's why you can like a healthy individual. You've done your work. You've done your healing. There's no blockages. That and the other, your energy is gonna flow. Yeah. I like my issue when I was younger and why I played this fucking role all the time. I was very in my masculine energy. Yeah. There was an imbalance for sure. And now that you know, like I'm healing these parts, I have much more balance. And it's like, wow, I don't want to like put on this big show. Where I dominate the fuck out of you because, like, I don't care. I just want to be present, and wherever that goes, we go there. Yes. That's it. I don't like, even now, like, in a healthy relationship, I, I don't think it's within her interest to be like an extreme masochist. Yeah. So probably, you know, it won't end up there. But if it did, I'd be like, oh, okay. See, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I have some. I do have some like kink requirement. Like if you're just like straight, I want to do like missionary with the lights off every night. Like that's yeah. a no go for me, right? Yeah, like that's, I feel you. Yeah, so so you I need I, a little spice of life. Uh, for sure, yes. for sure. Because even that though, it's not actually about the fact that I need in particular to be whipped or to do the whipping. It's it's not actually about that. I want the intimacy of exploring together. Yes, right. That's, a I, I, thing. that's what I that's mean. That's so rare. That's, I only had that uh, in like one relationship my entire life. Yeah, like and that's. that's that's why I was stuck in that relationship. Like that, that for me is, is the, the beauty of it all. That's why I like my job so much. Like, yeah, I really like that. I do well, obviously. And I'm just like super horny. So that had to go somewhere. So it's good <laughs> that I could turn it. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. good that I could turn it into a job, but like people talking to me about their kinks and fetishes. Like I, I emotionally get off on that. I like being that yeah. person where you can just say, you know, you can say anything to me cause yeah. I'm open-minded and I'm going to be a big healer, sweetheart vibe. <laughs> like the <laughs> most. You. Yeah. You're very welcome. <laughs> Like, I, I like being that person, but I also, like, get off. I'm like, oh, you told me your dirty little fucking secret. Like, I right. like that shit, too. Oh, kid, I'm curious. Sorry, I have to interject. Because I've, I've, when I was younger, I thought this was fucked up. When I'd have moments where someone was, like, vulnerable with me to their core. Yeah. I'd, like, feel energy, like, flowing through my fucking body. It would almost be like a fucking turn on. It's, so for yeah. me, there's no almost about it. It's like a massive, massive. Like okay, if fair. I had a maybe dick, I didn't want to sound like maybe I didn't want to sound like a pervert. No, it's I'm okay. Like, I'll do it. I'll was, do it. Okay, because like I had those fucking moments where like I'm like I should not be hard right now. I'm like she's belting out her soul. Why? I was like you know just because I didn't understand what was happening. Yeah. And it's exactly what we're discussing. Where I was like, down boy. That's this that's literally time. my my biggest kink is 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 like intimate moments with people like yeah. and and in a way where like I appreciate the beauty of it and I'm so grateful that I get to be that person for people just mm-hmm. on a spiritual level but also like yeah it makes my metaphorical dick hard yeah. as a fucking diamond in an ice storm okay. like yeah. <laughs> 
like one and the same. Hundred yeah. percent. I love that shit. Like I and I can I can control myself. Like I'm not ever. So if someone's spilling their guts to me, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing a jerk off signal right <laughs> Just now. Just keep talking. Like, you're like <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, bumping their elbows and shit. Yeah. Like that's not. I'm not gonna be that person. But yeah, in the moment, I am a light. Like. Yeah. Everything in, in everything in my physical body and everything in, in my spiritual being is yeah. like on fucking fire. Like that's I like become so what that is already right? like healing energy yes. is sexual energy. I, like, like they're interchangeable, they're one and the same. There's there's a reason why why the trope that you know men always talk to the stripper and the hooker and not their wife fucking exists. Like yeah. they're when you're like sexuality is already a vulnerable thing. Whether you're afraid of, of being like assaulted or hurt in your sexuality, whether you're afraid of being judged for the things that you like in, in your sexuality, yeah. whether you're afraid that your body is not going to be appreciated the way you would like it to be appreciated. Like there actually is a ton of very natural normal fear around sex and intimacy. So when you're around sexually empowered people. Who are oh, you feel liberated? Oh my god! You're free for sure. Yeah. Like you know, like it's it's contagious almost. Like yeah. I I've since I was a kid, I have loved strippers. I saw a stripper on like I don't know, not CSI because it wasn't out yet, but like fucking CSI, something similar, right? When I was like 14, mm-hmm. and I was like, that is the most amazing shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And like. I don't, I don't have like the rhythm to be a fucking stripper, but I always knew that I was going to wind up in some form of sex work because yeah. to me it just looked phenomenal. It looked fun. It looked exciting. But I also thought you, in order to like please people, especially when you're not actually having sex, like I'm not actually having, I mean, I'm, I, I'd be fucking, but not like my customers, right? Yeah. To be able to please people sexually without actually using your body becomes a mental procedure right yeah. and that for me i'm like whole like even as we're talking about it right now i'm like i'm fired up which i'm right. sure you can tell from my body yeah. language like it's so uh phenomenal and amazing and remarkable to me to be able to get into people's minds enough to like please them sexually from a thousand miles away yeah like i find that so unbelievably cool. fucking cool like i'm curious now then on that facet as well uh, i've when I was casually dating, this was something that I, I do it all the time now, but in the last year or two, it was something that I started to explore more. And it was kind of like um, the precipice of like energy fucking someone. Oh, yeah. I, I like, you know, I was like. Like tantric shit? Have you ever, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 I had like some tantric moments and like, ooh, yes. I'd be curious to pick your brain about this then. Um, I've had a few moments, they involve psychedelics, that kind of just really amplifies and takes things to the next level. I've had maybe a handful of moments in my life where. At the time, I didn't understand what it was. All I knew is that after the fact, I felt like a new person, as did she. It was like, holy fuck, like you feel renewed. Now, during, uh, you're almost in a haze. Yes. Um, but I like had these moments where I saw my partner, it was them, but it wasn't them. Yes. At the time, I thought they were maybe younger, or they were like experiencing like these, like it, it was sexual traumas, things yeah. that had happened to them. And I was like feeling that being processed or released. I just, at the time, all I could do to make sense of it was like, oh shit, this happened to you. Yeah. And like, but in the moment, there was like, you both felt like full, like you're transcended. You're having this fucking experience. Like you push through it. You God, know? I miss psychedelics. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like you work through it. And when you're done, you're both like, you feel alive. It's like your first day of life. Like everything is like fucking shining. Everything's perfect. It's like, Holy fucking shit. Now, here's like the the wild tinfoil hat spin. Um, the friend, um, very wise friend, she told me that, because uh, I hadn't pieced this together. I explained that this is what I had felt. This is what I experienced. And I was like, this was a fucking insane experience. Holy fucking shit. So, 
what she explained was that, you know, because we've lived these multiple lives and, you know, there's trauma all over the place, very well could have just been processing and working, transmuting these traumas that they'd experienced in their other lives. Yeah. And I was like, holy fucking <laughs> shit. And, like, I chased that after. Like, to experience something like that, uh, I don't think I've had anything that compares in terms of, like, how full of life and alive and just it's just like love to like to transmute something like that like a dense energy that someone's carrying across like their entire being yes you have to be completely present like mutually you have to be both there melted into that moment and just existing in nothing but love have to so it's like i think that's what i know at times i it's like addicting you're like fuck because it's the best like to just exist solely as like love as energy like yeah Oh, my back's not sore. I just, I feel like a raging, I'm not even going to say an orgasm because that's a fucking understatement to like what you feel like. You're like, holy fuck. See, I have uh, a much more in this plane as it's not aided by psychedelics experience, (laughs) uh, experience like that literally every day. Literally every day I get messages on Instagram from men who are like, I'm never going to get your fucking OnlyFans because I don't get down like that. But I like use the mental health resources that you have posted here. And I just want to tell you that I've been therapy for the last two months. And I think about you every time I go into a session and like, I just that's don't beautiful. even have the words to tell me, to, to tell you how grateful I that's am. Beautiful. Bro, I sob. Like, that's every, amazing. <laughs> every day I sit and I have friends now. There's this guy Bubba who he's like, He's six foot eight, so he would make dude, you look like God a bitch, damn. which is quite a feat, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Shit. So I feel bad for that dude clapping your fucking head on door frames and shit. God damn. Well, he, so he had, um, he was born with Bell's, either Bell's or cerebral palsy. Mm-hmm. He had 48 surgeries to correct Jesus it. So being fuck. six foot eight, his body is just mangled. Like, it's so scarred up from all the surgeries he's yeah. had. And he's like, I've just felt like a fucking disgusting freak, like, my whole life. Yeah. And I just, like, this, the very first message he ever sent to me was just saying, like, this is my story, right? Like, this is, I've always felt, you know, big and intimidating and ugly and unattractive and, like, just like a fucking freak of nature. And mm-hmm. I've never felt like I was ever going to, like, experience a woman's love. And he was like, I've followed you for a really long time. We all know what I came here for, right? Bazongas, badonkadonk. But he was like, I started listening to you talking about, like, self-actualization and then actually digging into what prevents that from happening, right? Because it's not as simple as, like, affirmations like you have to remove the blocks in order for the affirmations to work right that i think that's the part that gets lost on like woo woo fucking social media right like the digging has to be quite deep before the the things that you're adding will actually take hold right Mm -hmm. your soil has to be fucking fertile before you put the seeds i've done so much healing and then i'll end up like uh, actually feeling it i'm like oh fuck there it is i didn't do shit you gotta feel all of it so i i so anyway he was like i've just followed you for a while and i've like taken some of the advice that you've given he was like i'm down a hundred pounds i was working out before you know before you were in the picture but he was like the other stuff like the emotional stuff i was not ready to deal with that but by the way all this is to say i started practicing some of the things you talk about and i asked it a girl i've had a crush on for like three years yes. and she said yes and she's yes. my girlfriend now and yes. i you know, like, bro i like literally bawled like a baby That's i faced so i video chatted him i don't do that i like yeah. i'm like i'm really glad that you feel better i'm so glad that you feel seen i'm so glad because i know that that shit ripples out into the world right? she does, like you're a happier kinder person you're a more confident self-assured person yeah. that ripples into other things so 100%. But this particular guy, like his story just meant like so much to me that we started video chatting all the time. And now we're like, we're fucking homies. And now I'm friends with his new girlfriend now because the last one didn't work out. And even that, he was like, we broke 
up. She said she wasn't ready for a relationship, but he was like, I don't feel like it's because I'm not worthy. Yes. I believe her when she says she just wasn't ready. This is not a failing on my part, and I'm going to go after the That's next huge. girl now. That's huge. I'm going to cry, man. Like, <laughs> like that shit, for, for somebody who is like so looked down upon by society as yeah. being like, you know, I'm lazy, I must not be smart, I'm, you know, all, all that kind of shit. Or I'm like, I must hate men and all this stuff. I'm like, you, like, I literally weep with joy at the successes of men. Like, you have no idea how excited I am when men yeah. dig into themselves and remove the shit that weighs them down and become lighter, happier, more joyful, more emotionally sound human beings. Like, that, that is my fucking shit. Like, yeah. eventually... I will not be remembered as somebody who like spread cheeks for 12 bucks. And, and listen, I'm not trying to erase that. I love my life. Yeah. I love my fucking life. Mm-hmm. My life is, I fucking banged a chick all day today. Like, like you, know, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, honestly, my, my life is fucking phenomenal. And I dominated a dude on Saturday. Like my, my life is go. really fucking fine yeah. and I like it, but I feel like I've been given this opportunity to just speak from the heart and mm-hmm. it just so works out that I happen to have a mostly male audience and it just so works out that my masculinity, which is ever present, I have a deep ass fucking voice. I call everyone in the world, bro. I have guys message me on OnlyFans like, I want to fuck you so bad, baby. And I'm like, thanks, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like because both my masculine and feminine energy are so fully present both at all yeah. times that guys can talk to me, like they'll see me and be like, oh, I wanna fuck. And then they chat with me and they're like, thanks, broski. And I get like an internet That's fucking amazing. high five. Yeah, That's, That's the mark that I'm, I'm gonna leave on the world. And the amount of messages that I get literally on a daily basis from people like, thank you for posting those resources. Thank you for talking about your mental health. Thank you for talking about your addiction, your eating disorder. Like yeah. the amount of men who are like, I have an eating disorder and I don't know what to do about it. And like, you're the first person I've ever seen talk about it on social media. And then I'm like, you don't follow a lot of women though because women talk about their eating disorders all the time, right? And they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, well, we know why I'm here, but <laughs> like, yeah. it's good that I got that extra little bit. Like you really put it fucking all out there and you're probably doing more with that vulnerability than you realize you are. And I'm like, no, but I do know though. <laughs> like, that's why I wouldn't fucking do it if there was no payout, to be mm-hmm. honest. Like I, I wouldn't if I wasn't getting... Because I get skewered at the same time, right? I talk about some real shit and I have people who are like, just show your ass, whore. And I'm like, I am. Like, <laughs> I'm doing that. Literally. Listen to the message, you motherfucker. <laughs> well, I just, it's, it's not like I, I like archive all my fucking posts when I start talking about real shit on yeah. my story. You can see the real shit on my story or you can look at my fucking ass or you can do both it's or like, you can do neither. Do you want to like, come today or do you want to be a better person? Like, Why not do both? That's, that's literally how I feel about it. And it's, it's so like, like I said, that's that's why I was in the news and stuff. Like Because that's my approach to things. I do yeah. feel like sexual energy can be healing energy just in the same way I feel like it can be tremendously harmful if it's yeah. not harnessed, well, if you don't understand yourself well enough to use it correctly. Sexual like, energy is healing energy, but lust is a very fair. low frequency. Yes. And just like you were talking about earlier, um, with these dudes are like, oh, when they originally came to you, like, I, I want to fuck, I want to do this. It's like you are objectifying and sexualizing uh, like a woman and like, Roles reverse, even now that, um, like my roommate, she does OnlyFans as well. Yeah. And in terms of how my life has progressed, I definitely get the most attention from females right now in this moment than I ever have. And that's been growing over the years to the point now where like sometimes, I mean, 18 year old me. Oh, I'd be blowing a fucking wad. I'd be like, oh my God, you, you told me I'm so hot. Wow. Yeah. And then now if wow. a woman slides in my DMs with just something that's like completely sexual, I'm like, 
cool, dude. Yeah. I'm fucking cool, dude. I, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I find... Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, we were, I, I was saying how, like, you know, the intimacy of people, like, sharing their personal shit with me. Not just their kinks, but, like, their personal shit. Yeah. I have a guy on OnlyFans right now who's, like, literally my wife just passed away. And he was, like, I'm not really here for your porn. Like, I'm here to talk. And yeah. I was, like, I mean, you can have both. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> I mean, it's there. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't do PPV and shit. All my shit is, like, right there on the wall. So yeah. you, you can't be on my OnlyFans and not have seen me, like, taking it real yeah. good. Like, <laughs> you just can't. But I talked to this guy and we literally just shoot the shit. I have another guy on OnlyFans who just sends me pictures of his dogs. Like, I have another That's guy. so who, wholesome. I love honest it. Honest to God. Like, my OnlyFans is is, is the nicest just fucking Just this nice little happy community. Everyone just chilling. 100%. I, I love that. If I post something and somebody's like, this shit is whack block. or whatever, I immediately block them. Because yeah. I don't, you're not, it's not me you're insulting. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like, I, you're a pussy and you're lame. Like, you know, like, was, I'm not... So, I'm not worried about that, but you're insulting the guys who liked this yes. shit, you know, and you're making them fucking feel weird about enjoying their, their yeah. shit. And I will defend my fucking was, people. I like did the same thing yesterday. There was some woman making like, wow, I'm so embarrassed that you girl. <gasps> I saw that. Yeah. I know exactly the so fucking So I took it down eventually, about. but I was like, um, I just had to make a quick <laughs> moment to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, yeah. you, and the best part, this I'm like, you, the, you're worth more, right? Some shit like that. Um, basically, she's like, I'm so embarrassed for you guys for liking this shit. Like, yeah, you're worth more than that. And I'm like, yes. what are you gatekeeping? What the yeah. fuck people enjoy? Like, they get something out of it. Yeah. Who fucking cares? I'm like, you follow me. You yeah. watch my shit. Why the fuck is it okay for and you to like half is, of it? I was going to say, your shit is 100% thirst trap. So I'm not 100%. really sure what they're following yeah, I'm like, if they're not into uh, it. Yeah. Like, what are you here for? <laughs> no shit. It's, it's, it was the same the, thing it's though. It's the straight teeth. They're just like a dental enthusiast. Oh, I, I remember that one dude's like, your teeth are fake. I'm like, but they're not. I was but like, thank they, you though. That's if, the best compliment. I was but like, even no, if they were, who and, cares? And, and what? Yeah, yes. I got fucking veneers. Right? Suck my fucking veneer dick. Like, fucking <laughs> 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 Honestly though, that is the energy everyone needs. I, I find I find mm. that social media has become such a weird place where people are so desperately looking for like moral superiority instead of like yeah. personal enlightenment leading yeah. to like personal contentedness. Like there's like I said, there's very few things that I actually get really fired up about unless it's like directly impacting people I care about, right? Yeah. So like I said, anything that's a human rights issue, I'll get pretty spicy about. But mm. anything outside of that, like you shouldn't whore yourself out on on fucking social media. Like well. Why the fuck not? Yeah, like, no. why do you care? Like, yeah. please help me understand what your actual concern is. Because I, mean, I don't think it's my well-being. <laughs> and I don't think it's the well-being of the people who are participating in this with no. me. I think it's that you don't like it and you feel left out. I wouldn't even see i just go one further. You're, you're just triggering that insecurity. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Stop reminding me that, you know, I'm just so scared of my sexuality that's what i mean though they feel yeah. left out right so mm, so we're over here you. having a fucking party all like yeah. i leave fucking the thirstiest co- i'm so glad that tiktok is not like twitter like you know on twitter you can see every tweet someone's made yeah. so i like behave. oh you got no paper trail that's so what i'm saying chilling. right so i like let's get the freaking <laughs> yeah. so i behave and like my twitter is literally like my whole pussy all over the place fucking squirting and fisting and everything like my twitter is fucking crazy and i still yeah. watch what i say okay but on on tiktok yeah. i leave the most like down horrendous like <laughs> 
<laughs> absolutely atrocious fucking thirsty comments. Yeah. And then I see the way, like, I literally, the, like, the creator, whatever I'm commenting on, when I see the way they fucking light up, I'm like, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, and, yeah, I, yeah. and I know how to leave... I don't know. I got some fucking. I got some game. So I know how to leave a thirsty comment right, without people being like, "Jesus Christ!" and like pulling their blinds yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. I've seen both sides of the fence on that one. And yes, yeah. so I'm like, "Oh, did you really just say that?" Yeah. You're like, yeah. There's there's a line. There's a line. A lot of people don't know it, but people see that. People who are not comfortable in their sexuality, and also just people who don't get compliments. Mm-hmm. So they see people going apeshit in your fucking comment section because you're like TikTok daddy, right? Yeah. Like people go apeshit and they just, they, it's like jealousy. It's just well, pure sure. jealousy. Nobody is ever going to thirst over me yeah. the way they thirst over this fucking asshole. It's almost like sad though at the same time because I'm like, is someone thirsting over me like that? I, like in terms of like a relationship or an interaction, I don't yeah. want that. No, I'm I like, don't. you think you, I don't know, I'm just saying like them that's what they're seeking it's just such like it's that lustful thing it's like yes. you're seeking scraps man yes that's Fuck. like that's, come on that's the the lowest i do i do think that i think there's a lot of because it's always women who leave those fucking comments like men men don't, men do it to women and women do it to men right like there's yeah. no dudes in your comment section like put your fucking shirt on bro fuck sakes respect yourself or like Damn. but there will be women in there that are like i can't believe you bitches like this shit this is fucking Damn. just another fucking white dude doing the bare minimum it always goes on like that and i just always feel like what you're exactly like you said the jealousy that you have of this like really meaningless interaction right i make my whole living and a very nice living off of people lusting after me so i don't want to like discredit it entirely it certainly made my life pretty fucking sweet Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day with if the money was gone and the internet didn't fucking work i wouldn't be walking up to strangers in public like please say you want to bang my ass like that's not what i would be looking for right i would be looking for like love and compassion and kindness and understanding very well yeah like like you know, I, I so I do feel whenever I see that shit, whenever I see people getting needlessly upset over other adults having a bit of flirtatious fun, yeah. I just for me, I'm like, like if you don't like it, block, right? Yeah. Obviously, just with anything. But you're right. Include me. Literally, yeah. like you know, like it's it's to me, it's such a it's like the equivalent of like like boys pulling girls' pigtails on the fucking playground, right? Like you're pretending that you're upset about the situation you're pretending like you don't like it but you just you just would leave you would just fuck off if you weren't into it you know like i I find that that sexual shaming i i said in an interview recently that i think that people say that like porn is killing intimacy and porn is killing relationships and for some percentage of the population of course that's true you know what else is killing relationships jobs (laughs) yeah, <laughs> Lots of shit is killing relationships. Yeah, the it just whole like, correlation causation thing is a yes. Exactly, right? Yeah. So, but I think for, for me, what I think is really the major, major, like huge elephant in the room that somehow doesn't get discussed is what's really killing relationships is shame. Because the guy in the fucking chicken suit, I'm I, I'm like literally gonna beat off tonight thinking about the guy fucking his wife in the chicken suit. That's a real cool. thing. Like I think that's amazing. <laughs> it's I think fucking, all I keep picturing is like the fucking chicken from Family Guy. It's like <laughs> that's so. So I I had to because res- when he was like I have to go, like it's not good for my relationship. Yeah. I came here in like a time of crisis and it was not good for my relationship. But now I want to do things right, so I gotta go. Yeah. I had, it like took everything in me to not be like just bring me off one selfie in the chicken suit, please. Yeah, like right. bro, I need that. I need I, I need it for like you my heart have. and you for my spank bag. I know, I know, I fucked up. But he said he had to go when I was trying to respect the fucking hustle. That's so fucking cool. But shit like that, I feel like that's yeah. that's really what's killing relationships. Like this guy turned to porn because he was too ashamed to discuss mm. his desires with his wife. Yeah. 
porn didn't. I mean, I don't know. I didn't so ask I, him where the chicken thing the came from. I think it's the energy that you hold, though. It's a, it, that's uh, for you specifically. Like, these people seek you out because of the energy you hold. There's a lot of people in the sex industry where, like, they don't have these interactions. Not even close. Well, I'm in a lot of group chats, and I'll tell you, everyone's having the same interactions, but really? not everyone is interacting the way I that see. I do. I see. Because I'm like, oh my god, a chicken suit? No way! Like, yeah. I, and I'm super interested, right? Gotcha. Where I see people are like, this, this, this shit is fucking weird. I'm like, did you think popping your pussy for $8.99 was going to not get weird at any point? I, like, I love the, the, like, like, the realistic <laughs> angle this, like, yeah, reality check. Like, yeah, no shit. Uh. So, yeah, I, I, feel, I feel very, like, I'm so, I'm, like, shame is good. We should be, like, I've done a lot of things that I'm ashamed of, and yeah. so I've not done those things again. Yeah. So it took me a few tries to yeah, be sure. Yeah, right? that way. You're like, um, one more time, just for good measure. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's not that I don't believe in being fully shameless. Like I don't think that that's I don't think that that's the goal. I think that's you're just inconsiderate. That's it. that's what you are if you become entirely shameless. Yeah. But I do think there are, there is healthy shame and unhealthy shame, and the amount of unhealthy shame that I exists agree. around sex and sexuality is genuinely ruining mental health. Because if you're in a relationship yeah. with a person who you love dearly, but you cannot tell her that you need your dick caged up and for her to put on the leather and yeah. smack you in well, the fucking that's face, a, that's like a part of who you are. You that, need to express that for whatever the, reason. The, the duality of not being able to be who you really are with the person that you love the yeah. most because you're so afraid of how they'll react when half the time. But it, it breeds things. deception. Yeah. It breeds resentment. Big time. And then, and then it breeds searching, right? So people mm -hmm. end up on my OnlyFans a lot of times because they, they're afraid to talk about what it is. They're, I have so many guys who are into cuckolding and they're yeah. like, I don't know how to tell my wife that I really want to see her get railed. And I'm like, oh, honey. Your wife wants to get railed so much more than you realize she does. You know, that's how that conversation <laughs> is. Like, I'm telling you, bro, she's more yeah. down than you think she is. And even if she's oh, not, amazing. you guys can get fucking dildos. You can buy a fuck machine. Yeah. You can act out the fantasy and watch her get fucked by something. Yeah. Okay, like, and, and they're like, oh my God, I never even thought of that. And I'm you like, but here's the thing. Yeah. But here's the thing. If you go in baby steps, like I'm telling you, she's, she's going to want to do Oh, it. for sure. You know what I'm she, saying? Well, like, she's going <laughs> to immediately watch him light up and she'll be like, this is so fucking hot. Game on. Done. And, and people are so afraid to even broach the conversation. Yeah. Like, and even I tell people, I'm like, it's, I don't recommend lying really ever, especially with your partners. But sometimes if you're really afraid and you're trying your best to open up a conversation, but shame is preventing you from being fully honest, then yeah. like do baby steps. Hey, sweetheart, I was watching a porno today and this happened in the porno, right? What do you think of that? You don't have to say, and I fucking loved it. I just the biggest yeah. load ever. And then I right. ate it all, gobbled it all up. Like, just, you know just gauge, gauge your audience for that's, a little bit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I, and, and if they say that's fucking disgusting and it's insane, then like, you may uh, need to rethink yeah, the situation the you're in, relationship. right? Relationship, yeah. You might be in trouble if that's a part of who for you sure, are. For sure, for sure. But you didn't have, one, you didn't have to expose yourself fully. Yeah. It's going to hurt no matter what, hearing For that sure. your person is like disgusted by yeah. something that you're super into, but they don't have to look at you with that disgust in their eyes, right? Yeah. They can just think of it in a general sense. It'll leave their mind, and now you have to Very figure out what your next plan yeah. is. But that, that's so even that though, I'm like, we need porn even just to facilitate some of these conversations. True. Like, that's my go to when people are like, how do I tell my wife that I want X? And I always yeah. say, you saw it in a porno. And smart. what does she think? Yeah, that's very smart. <laughs> like very it's, smart. It's a really good way to open up a conversation in a non threatening and non committal manner. Once yeah. you've said, you know, I need you to put your whole fist in my asshole, you can't take it back. True. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> yeah. but you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're very right Psych, about that. Just kidding. Like you can't do that, but you yeah. can say this fucking weirdo at work sent me an email and I opened it not knowing what it was, and it was a porno of a guy like with a whole hand in his butt. But I'll be honest with you, it looked like yeah. he was really enjoying himself, and 
I don't know. Have you ever thought about that before? You know what I'm saying? Like you can. <laughs> I'm just like sitting here, like, what kind of relationship? I, I'm just. I'm, I don't know. From personal experience, someone like me said something like that, I'd be like, "You want to do that?" <laughs> but many but, people but wouldn't have their you're awareness. You're perceptive, right? Yes. Many people they wouldn't they wouldn't catch it. No, a lot of people would be like, "Oh my god, that's so crazy! I can't believe it happened." Yeah, but then you 100%. can press and be like, "I know it is so crazy. Yes. I can't believe it happened." But what do you think? Though? Yeah. Right? No, like, no, you're right. And I feel like it, it's. I don't know. I, I've learned of I, like I got my armpit fucked a little while ago. I didn't nice. even know that was a thing. That's and then why like, I'm gonna licking my armpit. See, I'm all for the like lick. It's very yeah. primal, right? Like all your stink is yeah, coming out of there. Give me that, full right? One hundred percent. Like I, I'm all for that. But the it, actual it just like, got weird when he was thrusting your armpit. No, it didn't get weird. It was amazing. Like, oh, I, I, okay. Dude, and then so it was a custom video for this guy who was like, yeah. "I want you to get your armpit fucked," and then I want him to like jizz on your armpit. And Wild. I was like, yeah, and I was like, "You're really like it's for me to watch it." Like for I get the the pheromone aspect, right? Yeah. I want to smell it. I want to taste it. Like that's like yeah, yeah. very animalistic stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So for me, I don't know. I don't get how that translates through a video where you don't have any of those like literal chemical it's reactions there, yeah. happening in your body right so or like you have other ones i guess thing. yeah that's just the catalyst so he so he like explained to me how he wanted it done and stuff my husband's like a real sport and does yeah. whatever weird thing my that's customers amazing. want him to do that's amazing he's a fucking champion so <laughs> so he's banging my fucking armpit and stuff and then the first time we did it it's the he, funnest relationship ever it's pretty good <laughs> that's fucking so, sweet <laughs> i mean we're separated hey, baby, we certainly had our issues fuck my but, armpit tonight well, yeah. literally, well, then, but even that though like the job brought us closer because cool. we like we we had stuff brought into our relationship by fans yeah. that we probably never would have come up with on yeah, our own that definitely. is like now part of the repertoire so cool. like even now that we're separated like yeah, he comes over amazing. to do weird stuff with me like yeah. that's 100 percent what's happening as soon as i leave here not the armpit specifically but yeah. i'm getting fucking railed in a weird way when there i go, go home like get it and so he like he's fucking my armpit and i'm like i'm just trying to focus on like I want, to, I, want, I want the titty push. It's got to look good. Yeah, I'm going right? to make a good armpit porn. 100%. Yeah. So I'm trying to have the titty pushed up, and I'm trying to like keep it tight. I want him to have a good time, too. Yeah. right? So I'm really like focused and stuff. Yeah. And Fuck I just feel like, it's like literally, like, oh, yeah, 100%. I, I ha- this video is posted on I my OnlyFans. just for you. <laughs> you like that? I'm sweating so fucking hard right now. I was just right about now. to say that. No deodorant yeah. so you can smell yeah. the sweat. You like, smell that was all, all of it, can't you? Literally, that was yeah. all part of it. So he's fucking my armpit. I'm talking all this shit about my stinky fucking Game of tennis. Fuck that armpit. <laughs> and then sat in the sauna for two hours after. So he's like fucking my armpit. And then I just hear like, uh, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And he fucking, he got so into it that he just jizzed all down Dad, my titty. That's amazing. And we had to redo this fucking custom video because he was supposed to jizz in the fucking yeah. armpit. Didn't think it would hit this way. It hit real different. Well, this, but now we're both. Like literally when we see each other, if I go like this to hug, he like ducks down for the pit. Dying. And same thing, if he goes to take his shirt off of like a moth to the flame, I'm like, and he's like, he's a dude. He has hairy pits that's and amazing. stuff. I literally am like, like cloaked in fucking hair around fucking nose because I love this thing. <laughs> little, little Star Wars roleplay, tobacco today. It's <laughs> yeah, like, 100%. no, we just, we're very close. We have a very intimate relationship. Exactly like yeah. that. And, and like, the stinky pit shit came from doing this very random custom that somebody wanted. Yeah, that's cool. So I, I feel like it's, it's such a weird position to be in yeah. where. Like, the job is so looked down on, right? And yeah. I'm like, you have no idea how many men I've, I've genuinely helped. Mm-hmm. You have no idea how much time I've spent. And, like, you pay 12 bucks, you get all my, everything I've ever made. Everything so I've ever made. I don't, I don't sell like the, shit in the, the DM. cheapest therapy like, I've ever heard. Literally. Just, so, yeah. so, like, you're, you're not bombarded with sales. I don't post other people on my page. So there's no. no spam. You literally just nice. come in, and there's, like, four and a half years worth of porn. And, obviously, I do a lot of weird stuff. Yeah. So, whatever it is you're looking for, you'll find it. Wow. With, like, just, there's a so few cool. exceptions. Yeah. Uh, but we in, got kneecaps on pits, whole nine yards. I made a, f- 
fucking TikTok about all that. So <laughs> somebody asked me, are you a front door or back door kind of girl oh. on a Q&A? And I said, I'm a front door, back door, and fucking windows kind of girl. And so this, this like, <laughs> this, this really, this, like, this comedian whose name, Che Durena, I think is his yeah, name. Is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So he, he stitched my video, nice. and he was like, what the fuck is a window? Yeah. So I did, like, a TikTok where I explained that, like, you can fuck under the chin, you can fuck the elbow, you can fuck so the armpit, fantastic. you can fuck the back of the knee, yeah. you can fuck in, in between the thighs, you can do an ass job. Like, you I'm can, learning so much right <laughs> now. I'm telling you, man. Like, <laughs> and the, the thing is, it's weird, like, and, and it's... Like if you can if you can get your elbow fucked and not have either of you start laughing, you love each other. I'm convinced oh, of it. Oh shit, for I'm, sure. I'm convinced of it. If you're like, oh, give me that fucking elbow, baby, and you um, can really get into it, that's love. Yeah, honestly, it's fucking love. That's you'll never be more accepted in totality by someone ever. So you come to my page, you're gonna see shit you probably haven't seen before. Yeah. Okay. And then you're gonna message me and be like, what the fuck is that about? And for me, like my messaging is like the main thing that I offer because you can get porn on Pornhub, yeah. right? Talking, I, I, this is gonna make me sound like a fucking narcissist, but it's just the way my business has worked. And yeah. I do like, you know, you can do the math, you can see how many fans I have versus what I charge. Like I do very well for myself. Yeah. And the main thing that is the draw for people is the messaging for sure. Because you can ask me about fucking anything. Like the guy, the guy who wanted help with his Tinder profile, I yeah. probably spent a good two hours talking to him oh, just about how to improve his Tinder girl. profile. Jesus Christ. That's you care. I do. I know like you I do. give a shit. It's like I really evident. fucking care. You know, yeah. and when that guy says to me, I got a girlfriend, I can't subscribe anymore. My thing is always, if you yeah. if you're ever talking to anybody about child. OnlyFans, just mention my name. Yeah. <laughs> That's only if I work on like a That's referral true. system. Honestly, like <laughs> I like from now on, if anyone's ever having you know any like sexual adversity or strife or just need someone to talk to, yep. I know where to send them. Honest to God, and I, right. I always, whenever I have people that talk to me about heavy shit, like the guy yeah. whose wife died, I have another guy who is like my, I, so I have a, a guy on OnlyFans who I will give him free OnlyFans for the rest of his life, forever yeah. and ever and ever. Did I just knock that off? No. Um, um, he, so he was one of the first people who subscribed to me. He spent money, like he bought customs, he tipped yeah. me and stuff, and I was like, tips aren't really necessary, and he was like, well, you're not gouging me, so I want to give you money, yeah. and I was like, sick, like... <laughs> So he is very, very, very sick. He has he has a, a dog. His dog's name is Hunter. This is the guy who sends me dog pics all the time. Amazing. So he has a heart condition that is so bad that he has um, uh, a dog. And when his heart rate starts to get so low dog that he might die, th yeah, the dog alerts him, right? Yeah. So that's his life. So he doesn't get to do a whole lot, right? Mm -hmm. Like he is constantly on the verge of death. Like it's it's a really Ooh. fucking rough go. And he's a veteran and he's had cancer twice. Jesus like the guy, And his wife left him when Taking he got sick the first time. Like the guy has just been beaten down by life in every yeah. possible way. And he's, he's like, I don't think I'm going to get a girlfriend with all my health issues. Issues. and he's like an older dude now I think he's like 50 yeah. and he's like I don't think I'm gonna get a girlfriend with all my health issues I understand nobody wants to take this on I could be gone at any moment so yeah. how do you invest in that right and he's like so I want to see some pussy popping and I want to fucking talk to a nice lady and he was like I really found that in you yeah. so then he disappeared from OnlyFans for a while uh -oh. so I like tracked him down because yeah. he like messaged me a couple times on Instagram so I tracked yeah. him down and I was like what's happening he was like my health is really deteriorated <clears throat> my work is like things are just a bit complicated my finances are not what they weren't they, yeah. what they were and like, I hope you're not offended. And I like, the shit like broke me. Like I was like, I can't, yeah. I've talked to this guy. I've like, like yeah. virtually cried on his shoulder, but every major issue I've had over a three year span, yeah. like he was my friend, you know, he was not just a subscriber. Mm -hmm. And for him to think that I would be offended that he had to like take yeah. care of his shit instead of being with me. Yeah. I was like, bro, I, I was like, I cannot 
I can't Come I back. can't do anything about your health issues, but yeah. here's a fucking year free trial. And as soon as that one is over, you let me know and I will fucking yeah. send you another one. I like please come back to me. I love you forever. You're my fucking friend. That's and you great. never like can I'm sorry about your health, but can I offer you some titties in this trying time? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's amazing. like that's, and I have a bunch of people who like my regulars and stuff, I always tell people like don't want tips. Yeah. Turn your rebo on. That's Don't cool. send me ten dollars today. This. I love that you out here doing God's work with tits and ass. Good for you. I think that's just probably honestly the most wholesome. I, like, oh, so good to like. I mean, what was it? You have some random person with their head up their ass and just you know bitter and spiteful of like you know say sex workers or whatever. Yeah. I would love for someone like that to just like you know with any kind of weird skewed look or expectation or yep. perception of like what that industry looks like or the people involved with it. Perfect episode. Like, I, I, I really hope that this, like, reaches some of those ears because, like I said, I tell people, I tell people I don't want your fucking tips. I have yeah. set my shit up in a way that I think is perfectly fair, and I don't need you to go above and beyond. Whenever yeah. someone tips me, I'm like, thank you, I really appreciate the sentiment, but going forward, I don't need you to tip me. Yeah. Like, I'm just happy you're here, I'm happy you're having a good time. Very I have cool. guys who are like, shit's a little tight for me this month, I'm probably going to unsubscribe for a while, but, like, I'll see you eventually. Yeah. More often than not, if it's someone who's been around for a yeah. while, I'm like, how, when, when, you think you're going to come back in two months? Here's two free months. Just cool. stay, yeah. you know? I'm like, and, and... It's just, I've built my business in such a way where, like, I do really well and it runs really well. And if you show me even just, like, a bit of loyalty, you're going to get all that back fucking well, tenfold. That's the thing. Like, I try my best to, like, anyone that interacts with, like, my TikTok, for example, yes. I do my best with my schedule and my time to, like, engage and yes. interact. Because I see it's that. Like, you're, you're all over your fucking I try. Yeah. I try. You're better than me. I don't do that shit. No? Too much? You're like, fuck it. Well, you got a really big following, so understandable. The, the thing, I, well, I'm at the point now where I feel like, I know a lot of people don't get what I even do. Like, I, you see yeah. my, my videos about the interviews and stuff. Yeah. So I have a lot of people that are like, what are you interviewing for? What uh, kind of interview? Yeah. Like, the interviews suck a dick. Like, you yeah, know, I, right. don't, I can't spell it out for people because TikTok fucking hates sex workers. But I, yeah. I have tried to say, at least on Instagram and stuff, that like, if you want to have a very real conversation with me, it'll cost you 12 bucks and you'll have access to me for 31 days of the month. I check see, my messages I've every single day. Literally saying the same fucking thing. Cause like some of these women, I'm, I did fucking, I was a strip of color for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So in this instance, and I've made the joke, I'm like, fuck, well, I'll just like, you know, obviously with some consistency in the way things are going, you know, within a year, like 100,000 plus on the fucking followers. Easy. It's like, I, I won't could have like, you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> some like OnlyFans or like a website or a platform yeah. where it's the same thing. It's like, we can have a real conversation. Yes. Like I've done content before like these blisted stuff yeah i don't personally want to go back to that but yeah. like hey you want to do a skimpy shot and some fucking underwear and then i'll like talk to you and like listen to you and you can feel heard and you can yes. have that space in the exact same sense as you i think there's like so much value in that that's that's like the primary thing that i offer but also like okay so my only fans now at this point in my career like i'm almost five years in right yeah. so my my only fans now is like I just want to be a person you can talk to about whatever it is you need. I have guys who are like, who do you recommend on YouTube for fitness advice? Who do you recommend so for cool. dating advice? The go-to on everything. Because I'll yeah. sit there and research. I'll, I'm yeah. like, I'm like fucking Penelope Garcia it's, and fucking. You, you, <laughs> you're a life, life coach, like, but you OnlyFans is the medium. For now, th yeah. I will be in the coaching space when yeah. I retire from porn. And yeah. with the way porn is going, I'll be able to retire in two years. Yeah. Like that's, yeah, that's, cool. that's what my heart calls me to do I is to help people yes, live boldly, right? And overcome the shit and that blocks them from living like happy, fulfilling, contented it. lives. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's really what I offer on OnlyFans now is like I do a bunch of like gonzo yeah. fucking porn because I'm gross and weird in my yeah. sexuality and I love it, clearly. Like yeah. it's very evident from my content that I'm having a great fucking time. Yeah. 
So you can enjoy that if that's what you're there for. You'll, you're more than getting your money's worth. But if you need somebody to fucking chat to, and most of all, if you want to talk to a person that... I'm not everyone's cup of tea, like physically, obviously. But if you think that I'm hot, and it does something for your ego that I want to know how your day is, and I do, genuinely, I want to yeah. fucking know. Like, as soon as someone's like, hey, nice page. I'm like, oh my God, what are your favorites so far? Like, I'm not like, thanks, babe, in a conversation yeah. ender. I always ask questions because I'm you. trying to start a I conversation with you and I yeah. want to get to know you. I feel like that alone gives people confidence to like get out there a bit. Like this bitch who like sucks dick, like she could fucking, you know, strip the chrome off a trailer hitch, okay? She wants to know how my day is. <laughs> like, like... I swear to God, I watch her <laughs> suck a goddamn golf ball out of a fucking garden hose. It's the best shit I ever seen. That's like that's like my the number one thing that I'm known for. Like yeah. I'm, you know. I can gargle it. <laughs> like that's, that's, that's my gym. I'm, I'm going to end the podcast with that. <laughs> Absolutely. That right there? <laughs>